See the crowd across the other side getting ready for this ballgame. Looking forward to seeing the Seals improve to 3-2. and Two-hour two drive to get down here to Laurel Dale for Eagle 107. And we're glad to be here. Good opportunity to see something that we don't normally see. Unfamiliar uh, opponent here in the Muhlenberg Mules, but beautiful night for high school football. The National Anthem before we get things going. hear that it's almost game time here on eagle 107 eagle107.com again the seals grove seals traveling to laureldale to take on the muhlenberg mules looking to improve to three and two man i know when i coach and you hear the national anthem that you start to feel those nerves you get excited about what's going to happen and you know i was looking across the other way and, and thinking about that with that coaching staff all the preparation you get going you get a two-hour drive you finally throw the pads on and now you're ready to watch your boys get after it. It's it's a great feeling. It's why you were on the sidelines for all those years. It's only one feeling better. That's to be on the left side of the scoreboard <laughs> at the end of the game. Absolutely. Pat, it looks like, uh, well, the Seals are kicking off. I don't know if they deferred or if uh, the Mules uh, took the ball, but uh, end result is, is exactly what they wanted. So we'll see how this goes once it kicks off. And if they do get the ball first, sophomore quarterback Mark Pastore at Quarterback, Ethan Miller, you see in the backfield, along with Logan Othout, Brandon Heil, Tucker Teets, who we featured, of the running backs. Up front, Logan Slogger, Straub, Rothamal, Catherman, and Max Maurer. And the tight end, Stephen Miller, the wide receivers, senior Nate Almond, the lead receiver coming in tonight, and freshman Gavin Bastion for the Seals Grove Seals. But the Seals will kick this sort of way, so we look at the defensive side as well. Up front, Stephen Miller, Max Maurer, Ethan Miller up front for the Seals. The linebackers, Crossan, Rothamal, Teets, Rumberger, and Heil. The defensive backs, Grove, Nate Almond, and Teague Hoover for the Seals Grove Seals on the defensive side as we're just moments away from getting this one underway here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Remember, catch it if you're just joining us. We welcome our viewers on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel as the Seals Grove Seals will kick this one away deep to the Muhlenberg Mules. We are underway. It's a line drive kick. Take it off to hop that. Picked up at the 20. Scoots to the 25 and then going to be swallowed over maybe just short of the 25-yard line. Good coverage by the Seals Grove Seals kickoff team. On the run back that time for the Mules was Shucker, the leading rusher, number four. 
And again, Seals Grove will come out on defense, and what a defense it's been for the Seals Grove Seals coming into tonight. Again, you look at their numbers on the defensive side, especially when you tackles for loss, averaging 11 a game. They have 44 on the season, sacks, 14 sacks on the season, three interceptions, four fumble recoveries. They've held teams 8.7 yards, seven points per game, 91 through the air, and 94 on the ground. First down and 10 for the Mules, just underway. Here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. And off goes to the deep man. Not much there. Tripped up in the backfield. Heil quickly in there, along with Stephen Miller. Ethan Miller able to trip him up for a short pickup of one. Second down and nine for the Mules. I tell you, Pat, this might be the biggest offensive line the Seals have gone up against. There's a couple 270-pound guys in there. Um, I haven't seen much of that on film but this is a big team and they'll come up to the line of scrimmage here sending two wide receivers to the left quarterback in a shotgun formation for the mules second down and nine high snap gives it to the deep man straight between the tackles Corey Rumberger in on the stop but the first guy in there see if that's Ethan Miller from his nose tackle position able to get him around the legs got some help from his fellow defenders but a good play by the freshman in the middle of that defense for the Seals I think Miller got the first first hit on that no question sets up a third down we'll call it five just underway here no score between the Seals and the Mules first big third down play here for the Mules on the offensive side shotgun formation Wide receiver going from left to right. Long count. Snap. Fakes it to deep man this time. Quarterback throws it out. It's got a man open. It's going to make the catch at the 31. Bounces off Teague Hoover. That's something within itself that somebody was able to get away from Hoover. But he got enough to pick up a first down or it's right at the mark. That's unusual. Teague Hoover missing a a tackle on an open shot. He can't. He came from center field. Great pursuit, but missed the tackle. And the result of that is a first down pickup for the Mules. Quarterback Zorski was able to find the open receiver and enough for a first down after breaking the tackle. They're going to go trips to the left this time. Brandon Heil on the left side from his linebacker position on the receiver in the slot. Shotgun formation. Low back in the backfield gets the call. Shucker off the right. Maybe back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's it. Good play off the left side at that time defensively for the Seals. Seals Grove likes to stem the front. That means move the front prior to the snap. Uh, the Muhlenberg Mule, Mules are doing a nice job of snapping the ball quickly, and the last two times caught the Seals in the movement phase, which is not good. That may take them out of their stemming. And you see up front with Ethan Miller over the tackle. Stephen Miller, the right tackle. And also the Damian Catherine playing the left tackle in this defensive setup. He's moving around as you talk about. Snap, handoff, deep guy, nothing there. Tackle in the backfield, no bounces off a couple guys. First guy in there again was that Ethan Miller, the initial guy in the backfield. But good time, good job by Shucker to get away from him. And he's going to pick up maybe two yards on the carry. But it's going to set up a third down and long for the Mules. Ethan Miller is getting untouched by that center every single snap. So I think they're going to leave him on the center's head, at least in the near future here. He can't block him. 
I saw that in the Berwick game, too. Boy, he just uses that quickness, gets around that initial block, and then he's in the backfield. Like you said, he's doing that already here tonight from a nose tackle position. Third down play here for the Mules. are called it third down and seven. No score, just underway. First offensive possession for either team. Finds a man over the middle, making a catch at the 40. It's going to be stopped well short of a first down. Pursuit that time was at Nick Rice, number seven, on the stop along with Teague Hoover, and that's a big defensive play to stop the Mules forcing a punting situation for the Mules. Teague Hoover came up limping a little bit on that play. Looks like it was a hip. He's back deep, though, so I guess he's okay. Might look like that might be Nick Rice, so you you might be right. I'm trying to get the number on that because T. Goover, like you said, might have gone to the sideline. Keep an eye on that. Seals Grove two punt returns a week ago. They've also had two punt returns called back as well for the Seals. Special teams has been very good. The snap's good. The kick's away. Brandon Heil got in there. I don't know if he got a hold of it, but he definitely got close the punt is short goes off the side of the foot goes out of bounds seals grove will have great field position as they're going to mark it near midfield or actually in Mueller territory at the 49 yard line is where seals grove will take over first down and 10. well there's your prediction pat i can i can see i can see the steam coming <laughs> off your head we're going to block a punt this punter for muhlenberg is very slow he takes three steps and i think brandon heil is going to get one Boy, he was close on that one, and like you said, he's he comes off that edge. He's quick. See if he can't get one here tonight from the special team side of thing. Now he lines up as the the dot in the eye for the Seals. First down and 10. He gets the call. Straight between the tackles. Second level as he gets inside 45. Still going, battling off the of guys. Dragon defenders, and he's going to end up. Then he loses the ball. Now we have to wait this official call here as he was struggling. Nope, they're going to give it back to the Mules. That's one of those plays, man. He's trying exact to go. Exact same thing happened last week. The yep. very first offensive play, Brandon Heil, in the same kind of situation like you said. He's trying to get extra yardage and comes up, gets the extra yardage, and he gets the ball taken out. That's that's too bad right there. That's a tough play. So the result is the Mules jump back on top of it, so they are going to get the ball back. They'll get it at their own 35-yard line. Brandon Heil looking to the sideline. Talking to the ref, asking, and Derek's giving a little earful too about they blow the whistle after the multiple guys look like they held Brandon up, but it's a fumble. Seals Grove gets yep. it back. See new numbers in there as well, so we're going to try to get you everybody that's in there at this point for the Seals defense. Snap goes to quarterback. He's going to throw a quick out, making a catch, use it as quick as up the left sideline. The reception is made, and it's going to be a first down pickup that time. The run that time by number 25, and that's Kavana as he makes the catch, avoids the tackle, picks up a first down in Seals Grove territory. Impressive throw and catch by the Mules. Quick so, game, got on the flank. That's what Berwick had success with last week. Yeah. Same exact play. Good point, getting it out there on the edge like you said. Zorski is the quarterback for the Mules. Sends a man in motion from left to right. First down and 10 for the Mules. Right at midfield. Give it to the deep man, Shucker. Gets to the second level, then pull back again. Nice job by Ethan Miller to hold on there. Corey Rudberger in on the stop as well. They're going to give him two, maybe three. It'll be a second down. Actually, maybe. You got a little bit more than what it looked for. 
four <laughs> when it's all said and done. It's going to be a second down and six for the Mules. No score. Seven oh six and counting to go in the opening quarter between the Seals and the Mules. Many white shirts at the ball, though. That's a good sign. They're able to bring him down after the four-yard pickup as Shucker stays in as alone back in the backfield. Trips to the right. Long count by Zorski. Gets the snap. Fakes it to the D-man. He's going to keep it. Design run. And he's going to be met at the 41-yard line. Looks like it'll be short of a first down at the 41-yard line, but it's going to bring up a very short third down play here for the Mules. It's like third and maybe six inches. <clears throat> Seals. Defense is get a taste of some of that size up front like you talked about, Steve. These rules do have good size up front, and they're taking advantage of it here at this point. I see playing that right corner position for the Seals. It's Reese Feldman, the junior 5'8", 137 pounds, number 24, splits out on the right side. Two wide receivers split to the right. Blitz coming. Deep man gets a call again. Being chased from behind. Able to wig his, wiggle himself for a first down to be short of the 35-yard line. Look at Rothamo is able to get to him. But that's going to be a first down pickup. And this is exactly what we talked about, Steve. You know, this team's come out. You can't come out slow to our drive where you focus. You know, right now, this Muhlenberg team is showing their ability to move the ball down the field. Absolutely. The other thing I just noticed, there's not a play clock on the field. If there's not a play clock on the field, there's got to be a back judge in center field so the quarterback sees the play. We don't have that. So these guys aren't looking at how much time is left on each play for the play clock. Interesting. First down and 10. Deep man gets the call. That's Shucker. Met in the backfield. Brandon Heil is able to take him down. He got help from his fellow defenders. I see Oath out in there as well, but Brandon Heil, first guy in there. Loss of two, second down and 12 for the Mules. Muleberg's got a nice attack, and it looks again like they're trying to get on the flank. The interesting thing, too, our linebackers are coming free. That means that the offensive line for Muleberg is not getting to the second level, but what they're doing is they're flanking us, meaning they're getting to the outside. Got to keep an eye out on that. Right now they're facing are the Mules on a second down here. We'll call it a second down and 12. 4.50 to go in the opening quarter. No score. Quick snap to Zorarski. Gets the throw out, but it's an overthrown. Yep, yep, yep. Or hit at the line of scrimmage. So that's going to fall incomplete. It'll bring up a third down and 12 for the Mules. I think that ball was, was batted. Uh, I think it was tipped at the line of scrimmage. That's what it looked like. It's, uh, Might have been Miller. It's defense alignment 101, right? You can't get yep. get to the quarterback, get those poles up, and benefited from there, knocked the ball away because the receiver actually looked like he was open. He was open. Yes, and he was. Third down here for the Mules. Seals Grove trying to get the stop here. Third down in 12. Ball sits at Seals Grove 36-yard line. Blitz being shown. Zorski drops back, looks over the middle. In and out of his intended receiver's hands. That was Shucker who was intended for. Looked like it was a well-executed play, just yes, unable to finalize it on the catch he, by He dropped Shucker. the ball, and that was a good thing. He had people in front of him. It was a middle screen. It was a, it was a tailback mid-screen. Nice play. Glad he dropped it. I don't see many screens on the high school level, and I don't think I was always told it's, it's a very hard 
play to execute. You know, discipline from the linemen. You can't get the legal man downfield. You got to be at the line of scrimmage, all those kinds of things. But that would look good. Yeah, it did. Unable to make the connection now. So Muhlenberg putting this one away. Good high punt going away from Tucker Teets. Bounces at the five and rolls out of bounds about the two-yard line. So perfectly placed by the putter for the Muhlenberg Mules as he's able to put Seals Grove deeper in their arm territory as they'll come out their second possession of the night. And the first one ended with a strip fumble. Brandon Hyo was trying to pick up the couple extra yards and he got stripped, fumbled it. But Seals Grove bend a little bit on that possession defensively, but get the stop when they need to. Well, they've had one play on offense, and it was a positive play other than the, putting the ball on the, on the ground. We'll see how this goes from the four-yard line. Third line. Say about, yeah, yeah, about three-yard line. First down and 10, 431 to go in the opening quarter. No score between the Seals and the Mules. Pastore under center, gives it to Heil. Off the left, bounces off some would-be tacklers right around the goal line. And he was able to get outside of the goal line. But it looked like he might have lost, lost a yard. When he bounced off, he went back into the end zone and then had to turn it back up. Fortunate that that wasn't a safety. He's got to get his foot in the ground north and south, especially in this spot. He's, Brandon's dancing a little bit too much on that. That's not a place to dance right there. Well, you mentioned during pregame about playing on the grass, six inches, you know, the grass height out there. That's an, another adjustment. But like you said, at this point, you want to just go straight ahead. Second down and 12. Pastore drops back, looking deep down the right sideline. Got Bastion deep, goes up and makes a play right at the 45-yard line. Catch by freshman Gavin Bastion to get it out to the 47-yard line. Great play call by the Seals offensive coordinator right there that that's a play that no one ever expects when you're down tight and usually it's a su- successful play great play right there it's just a fade three step let it go and he ran underneath it 35 yard completion from pastori to freshman gavin bastion they give that offensive line a lot of credit too you trust yes. that they were going to be able to give pastori time and they did Pitch goes to Heil, off the left side. Oath out out there trying to give him a block. Brandon Heil shakes off a defender, gets beyond the 45, out close to the 48-yard line. That'll be enough for his Seals Grove first down. That's impressive. And again, Very taking it on the edge. And I like it. You know, it's one thing you always hear about a guy who has a mistake early on, loses the ball. Boy, just come right back to him. You know he's your senior. Give him the ball. And Brandon Howe, when he fumbled the ball, it's it's all because he was given all that extra effort. That's right. It was a positive play. It was trying to make something out of nothing right there in the first one. But keep feeding him the rock, baby. Keep him, keep him going. First down and 10 for the Seals. No score here in the first quarter. We got the first whistle here. And it's going to be a timeout. timeout taken by the Mules. Well, we talked about that in, in terms of way ago about this game, and you said it during the pregame. If if the offense, I mean, if the offense is is running the ball, running the ball well, like you said, even though the fumble is a positive play, but you mix it in with a 35-yard pass from Pastore to freshman Gavin Bastion, boy, that just really puts a lot more things on the defensive side of things for the Mules to have to tend with. I also think uh, Zach gave me a note here at the beginning of the of the quarter did he say eight guys go both ways for for muhlenberg 
They're getting tired, Pat, and it's already three. There's three minutes to go in the first quarter, and these guys have been on the field most of the time. I think Seals Grove, even though there's they got a handful of guys going both ways, it's not necessarily the, the offensive linemen. For, for Muhlenberg, their old linemen are also their D linemen for the most part. As you talk about, they have size, and you worry about some wear down. And Seals Grove has been, doing, been able to do that over the years. We, our first year doing this, Ryan Brandt and I, we talk about it all the time, about how the Seals Grove offense or Seals Grove team would just continue to wear on you and wear down their opponent. Try right. to see if that's something happening here tonight. Blitz coming for the Mules. First down at 10 after the timeout by the Mules. Pastore under center. Give it to Ulthout. Hit hard as he's taken down before he could get to the 49-yard line. Number 18 in on the stop. That was a great Mules. hit by 18. He came in high, wow. too, and he went a mano a mano, and it's Fazian as he's able to make the stop. It is second down and eight after the two-yard pickup, but, boy, Ulthout paid on that one. Look at the offensive line. We know Melhorn has not played the last couple games, or at least last week, to see if he's back out playing or not for that offensive line as he's a good sophomore lineman for the Seals. Quick pitch. This one's going to go to Tucker Teets. Bounce off of the tackle. Still going. Bouncing off, guys. Chase another tackle. Now he's up the right sideline. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown for the Seals. No flags. No flags. Is this a flag? Nope. That was a... <laughs> it's a touchdown signal by the head referee telling that Tucker Teets run. It's another big play run for the Seals Grove Seals. He bounced off a bunch of tackles. Say, I would say four guys. And two of them in the backfield. In the backfield. 51 yards for Tucker Teets. at another big explosive play for the Seals Grove Seals. As he, like you said, was hit the backfield, shook off some tackles, and took it up the right sideline. And once he got into the secondary, he ran away from any other would-be tacklers. As the Seals Grove Seals get on the board first, Tucker Teets, 51 yards, as Young will kick the extra point off the Nick Rice hold, and it is good. Very important to score first. Very important. And again, a lot of guys playing both ways for Muhlenberg. And I can see right now some of them are walking over the off the field. Uh, that was a huge run. Great effort. And big, big, big first score. I think that's important playing a team like this. Tucker Teese gets his fifth rushing touchdown of the season. He already had his long of 64, so that's still his long. But, boy, add another 51-yard touchdown run to the books for the Seals Grove offense as Tucker Teese uses strength. Looked like he had nowhere to go and continued to bounce off tackles. And then it looked like he was going to get hit again, and he bounced off him, and, boy, he had no direction but pylon after that as he's able to take it 51 yards for the touchdown run for sophomore running back tucker teats again his fifth rushing touchdown of the season it comes with 233 to go here in the first quarter the drive was a five play drive covering 97 yards Remember, this one started after a great punt by the Mules, pinned the Seals Grove Seals deep, and then after a negative play by Brandon Heil on the first run of the play. And then the long throw from Pastore to Bastion, and it was finally finished off by that 51-yard run by Tucker Teets. The extra point good, and here in the first quarter with 2.33 to go, Seals Grove leads 7-0 over the Mules. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Sophomore to freshman, 
sophomore running. You're seeing a lot of sophomore, sophomores and freshmen there. There's good things happening, Seals Grove fans. Now programs are built. Deep man gets the return from the 10. Up the right hash. Hit, spins, knocks down as he crosses the 25. Nice return by Muhlenberg. That is a good return. It'll give him good field position. And on the stop, give credit number 12. Luke Smith able to get there and make the stop, or at least involved in the stop there on the kick coverage team for the Seals Grove Seals. And now the Mules look up and see themselves trailing 7-0 to the Seals Grove Seals. The Seals have now scored the first touchdown in four straight games. Shotgun formation for the Mules. Two wide receivers split to the left, one to the right, one back in the backfield with Zorski. He gets the snap. Quick throw this time. Crossing the first guy there. Gets away from him, but then finished off by number five in on the play that time. Gavin, of course, the receiver, but this time he gets involved on the defensive side and makes a stop for the Seals. And that was flanker screen again that we saw all last week. I saw four, I'm check that, forgive me, three of Muhlenberg's games. I didn't see that play once. They saw it off of Berwick, and they and Berwick had success with it. That's a great point. You alleviate some of that rush if you're able to get the throws out there quickly, but it sets up a second down and 10 for the Mules, trailing 7 nothing. They have trips to the left. Rothable showing blitz. Give it to the deep man. Goes straight up the middle. Grabbed around the legs by Rothable, and then finished off by Rumberger. A short pickup there, but already, Steve, it's a third down and long for the Mules. A lot of white shirts. Love that defense when you have white shirts, white helmets to the ball wherever it goes. That was a great job. Now, Connor Grove is not playing at this point. He is on the sideline there. We saw Reese Feldman play corner. Now we're seeing Gavin Bastion playing corner. So have to keep an eye on that. Connor Grove had an interception a week ago against the Berwick Bulldogs, but he has not played here tonight. He's on the sideline for the Seals. He's dressed completely in his uniform, but just haven't seen him in here yet. Shotgun formation, third down and 10. Rothamel coming again. Big rush. Zorski takes off, shakes off one tackle, still going, looking for a block. Going to be chased from behind and finally taken to the turf by Othal. Oh, boy, that's coming. And a late flag comes Personal in. Personal foul, late hit, Othar. You got to have... Some poise on that one, man. That was a tough one. Othal came from a long distance, got there, and he's going to get a personal foul penalty as he ended up taking the quarterback down out of bounds. And You can't fault the effort, that's for sure, from Logan Othal as he got there. But Got to keep your composure. As that will give Muhlenberg a first down pickup following the penalty. Muhlenberg trailing at this point, 7-0 with 49 seconds to go in the opening quarter. A fast-moving first quarter here at Muhlenberg Stadium. Muhlenberg 0-4, lost last week. Got beat a week ago. It was Canarddale, 33-0. Derek talked about it, how this team does not have a win on the season because he liked what he saw from them. Quick pass once again. Inside linebacker makes the stop. Looked like Oldfout got involved in the stop. He gets a celebratory pat on the back from his fellow linebacker Corey Rumberger and also Catherman on the stop for the Seals. 
The interesting thing, too, is that quick flanker screen is going into the boundary to the quick side, which is an easy throw and catch. Got to be alert for that. Also see Spencer George in there playing the left defensive tackle position. Something we talked about. How are they going to sub, try to keep guys fresh, be able to finish this game out strong. So you already see some of the substitution coming in and out of the ball game for the Seals. Second down from midfield for the Mules. Second down and eight. Five seconds on the play clock. They're going to let it wind down to end the first quarter. That's the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove leading the Mules 7-0 on a 51-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teets, his fifth of the season. This is Seals Grove, Seals football, presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Blaze Alexander Nissan has the new Nissan you want, in stock or on the way. Looking for the newly redesigned 22 Pathfinder? We have four in stock and many more on the way. Reserve yours today. Need a truck? Reserve the all-new 22 Nissan Frontier coming soon. Looking for used? We have the largest pre-owned Nissan inventory ever, and they're priced to sell. The time is now to save. Check us out online at alexandernissan.com or stop and shop Alexander Nissan. We're taking deals the other guys won't. Eagle 107. Back here at Muhlenberg Stadium, Pat O'Brien along with Steve Riggs moving into the second quarter. And one candidate for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game is the lone score of the night. Tucker Teets takes it 51 yards for the touchdown. Again, a candidate for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Second down play here for the Mules. Lone back in the backfield gets it, and he just swarmed over like a wave of white shirts. Oath out. Catherman, you name it, they were involved in the stop there. It'll set up a third down and long for the Mules after the one-yard loss. Miller is eating up their center. Absolutely eating up their center. Well, they keep an eye on that throughout. And like you said, you talk about the wear down factor. Boy, not only physically, but when you're getting beat like that, it ends up mentally getting to as well. And he's got a big responsibility to snap the ball, get it clean on shotgun. So could become a big part of what happens here for the Mules. As you said, Ethan Miller just eating the center up to start this ball game. Just move into the second quarter. 7-0 lead for the Seals. Wide receivers each side. Zorski drops back. Quick throw this time. Making the catch. And knocked out of bounds. Close to the first down marker. Making the catch that time was Cody Zur. He's a 5'10 receiver making the catch and able to shake a defender, pick up a first down for the Mules. Uncharacteristic there. Ahmed came up, made it was a great situation for an open field tackle, didn't wrap up and miss it, gave him the first down. So first down pickup for the Mules. They have it at the Seals Grove 46-yard line. Seals lead this one 7-0 over the Muhlenberg Mules. Zorski is the quarterback. He was able to make that connection to the receiver for the first down. He stays in the shotgun, fakes it to the deep man. Now he's going to run, a design run off the right side. And he's going to be hit at the 42-yard line. Nice, Bastion. Yeah, nice job, Bastion, coming up, able to 
make the hit and goes down quickly. Looks like it'll be a loss on the play. Boy, he's a good-sized freshman. Good-looking kid. Yeah. My God. Doesn't look like a freshman. Not on that tackle for sure. Then it'll be a second down here. Actually did pick up a couple yards on the run. So second down and eight for the Mules. Have it at the Seals grow 42-yard line. 7-0 lead for the Seals at this point. Clock running 10-20 in a quick moving first half. Five receivers to each side. Two backs in the backfield all set to each side of Zorski. Gets the snap. Fakes it to the deep man. Going to throw up for another pass. Got to complete it out there. At the first down marker. Picks up the first down before he's tackled. Look like Teague Hoover makes the stop. But another first down for the Mules. And go back to what you're saying. It's a quick passing game. Got rid of it quickly. They're, 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 they're doing something that we've seen two weeks in a row. I'm a broken record, but it's it's something that must be obviously something teams are seeing on film. Either we're, we're giving up that with our coverage. It's happening so quick I can't see what's happening, uh, meaning how we're defending it. But there's something there that we're giving up, the quick passing game. Well, sets up a first down for the Mules. They have it inside Seals Grove 30-yard line. Mules looking to get their first win of the season. Give it to the deep man. Wiggles through the middle of that defense. Good push by that offensive line to take it inside of the 35-yard line. Going to get all the way down close to the 31-yard line. So it's going to be about a five-yard pickup, maybe six before it's said and done. It's going to be a second down and medium for the Mules. Seals Grove leading this one with 9.15 to go in the opening half, 7-0. The lone scorer on a Tucker Teats 51-yard touchdown run as he continues to add to his sophomore numbers. Get a timeout on the field. Seals Grove, they're going to say Muhlenberg takes a timeout there. They've got one left for the half now. They used two. And you go back and you talk a bit more about that quick passing game. And that's good film study. Like you said, it's the same thing they did against the Berwick. Did have some success to it. But the one thing I know you talked about last week was what the adjustments were. Because they did make adjustments to that. Berwick ended up having to do some things differently. It it looks like we're playing a a two-safety scheme, meaning a cover-two look. Uh, But I think it's more of a quarters where the the, uh, corners drop off as well. Uh, with that, they're keeping, you know, seven people in the box. The, the typical, you know, 3-5 defense, attacking defense, obviously has eight people in the box. They're taking one out, but that person is going to the safety position versus two corners in a safety. Uh, and it looks like that was the look. They're just doing a nice job of attacking that those outside flanks where, where the seals are not. See if those adjustments happen for the Seals. Right now they find the Mules deep in their territory, their biggest threat of the night for Muhlenberg. It's a second down and four. Shotgun formation for Zorski. Gets the call. Gives it to the back. Shucker, nothing there. Hit it immediately down. Ethan Miller, that's Stephen Miller, gets up with a little wrestling match with the offensive lineman. And they still... 
some chit-chat going on there. You know, that's a battle up front. Stephen Miller, the junior defensive end. So it's going to be a third down and five. We're going to call it for the Mules. Try to pick up a big first down. It could be four down territory for the Mules. they got to stay disciplined. It's one thing being aggressive, but you got to keep the mouth shut, especially you don't want to give them another first down when they're not earning it. Well, it is a third down and four, so you don't want any jumping up front either. Good point that way. Stay composed. They do. Zorski drops back. Looking deep down the sideline. It's going to be intercepted by Teague Hoover. Coming the other way at the 20. Looking for a wall. And going to be hit twice and taken down. He got hit and then knocked on the backside and knocked out of bounds. Stephen Miller twists and turns. Somebody's yelling some stuff. And all the play ended right here in front of the Muhlenberg bench. Get away. Get away. Get away. Pat, they stayed in a three-deep scheme that time. That was the first vertical stretch that Muhlenberg tried. And end result, look at we have coverage there. Good job. Good job, Teague Hoover, and coverage. The Seals Grove comes deep. up their fourth interception of the season as Teague Hoover adds his name in the column along with Brandon Heil, Connor Grove, and Aaron Rothermel. So now Teague Hoover has an interception to his credit as well. Seals come out on offense, leading 7-0 with 8.08 to go here in the first half. This pitch is going to go to Heil. Reverses his field from right to left. It's going to get close to the 40-yard line. He stuck his foot in the ground, saw some opening, and gets it to 40-yard line, so it's going to be a second down and five for the Seals. That's a five-yard gain. That will take that. Nice job. As the as the, the play was flowing to the right, Brandon Heil stuck his foot in the ground, cut it back across the grain, and able to pick up five yards. And like you said, you'll take that and set up a second down and five for Pastore and the Seals Grove Seals. Leading 7-0 with 7.30 to go in the opening half. It's an inside handoff to Othal. Trying to run around the edge and nothing there. He took a backwards track, got stopped. There's going to be a loss on the play. Going to be a loss of about four to make it a third down and nine. It's the first time I think I've seen that call yeah, that, for the Seals. A, they might want to play. counter play. I don't know if they pulled linemen or not, but Muhlenberg blew that up right, right from the get-go. There wasn't much there. Wasn't much there. They could have been on an inside game inside there, meaning a, a stunt. Connor Grove will split far to the left. Albit in the slot on the left. On this third down and long for the Seals. Pastore looking under heavy pressure, and he's going to go down. He's going to get knocked down all the way close to the 25-yard line. He never had a chance there. Boy. So a sack that time by the Mules, and Seals Grove be forced to putt this one away back to Muhlenberg. Dropping back deep for the Seals will be Carter Young. Back deep is Zur for the Muhlenberg Mules. They might be coming after this one. Young averaging 34 yards a punt on the season. Had a great day last week against the Berwick Bulldogs as it looked to get a good snap and get this one away. It is a good snap. Plenty of time. No rush. And he gets one. It's going to be a short kick. It's going to bounce and get a great roll for the Seals. Roll into Muhlenberg territory to the 43-yard line. So fortunate for Carter Young on that one. Got a good bounce on the grass. And Muhlenberg will take over first down and 10 inside their own 45-yard line, trailing 7-0 with six minutes to go here in the opening half. Zorarski has been able to find some success in the air, and we can't say it enough. The quick passing game 
And he's been able to get some quick throws out there, picking up some first downs. The Seals defense, as Steve talked about, will continue to try to make those adjustments. Connor Grove will play corner this time on the left side. We've also seen Feldman and Gavin Bastion as well. But this time on this defensive possession, it will be Connor Grove. There's that too, too deep look by the Seals. Put hand high old back. Could be handoff. Nothing. Right up the middle. Whoa, showing some strength. They take that back. Initially got hit the line of scrimmage, but then was able to fall forward. Spencer Georgian on the stop. But Mules will take that. It looked like it was going to be a loss of a couple. Able to get three on the carry. It'll be second and seven. He did all that by himself, for sure. On the carry that time, number 22 for the Mules. Able to pick up a couple after it looked like he was going to be blown up in the backfield. And that's Rivera. He's a 5'9 running back for the Mules, and he used all that size that time to pick up a few. Second down and seven. 5'20 to go here in the opening half. Seals Grove leading 7-0. Snap shotgun Zorski making a quick throw. Catch is made. Nick Rice on the stop. Blown out of bounds on the far side. Making a catch that time was Zur, and it'll be close to a first down sticks. That's, that's their success. Right there, it's just that was a stop route. There's a th- quick three-step. By the time he gets the defender for Sealsgrove gets to him, it's a five-yard game. It's going to be a short of a first down. It'll be a third down and about two for the Mules. Another big third-down play here. Opportunity for the Sealsgrove defense. They do lead seven nothing. Five oh six to go here in the first half. Zerg will split far to the right. Shotgun formation. A keeper this time. Quarterback keeper and nothing there. I don't think he's, unless they give him an amazing yeah, spot, which the official the far side is going to do Matt. that. He absolutely is going to give him it. I think he continues to fade towards the Seals Grove 45-yard line as he walks out, which to me looks like it will be enough for a first down for the Mules. And on high school level, they don't do much of measuring. And Derek is stunned on the far side. His hands are flapping up in the air. He just can't believe that forward progress that they gave to Zorarski on the keeper. <laughs> That's kind of comical. It is. Oh, Always say it's not an exact science, but boy, oh, boy. That was almost four yards <laughs> after he was hit. And I think the official looked like he was walking on a hill because he was like oh, walking downhill as he took it another yard and a half to give him a first down on that. But either way, it's a first down first. for the Mules, trailing 7 nothing with 4.09 to go in the opening half. Spencer George playing the left defensive end position, see if he can get him, make a play here. Falls oh. on the ground. There's a scramble for it. Who comes away with it? Seals Grove saying they got it. Let's see. They just Is picked there it up. There? got it. And they got it. The Sealers Grove Seals come away with a fumble recovery. The defense coming up with another big play and another turnover here in the first half. Very important to get some momentum on offense and, and move the football here. That defense has been on the field, guys. The Seals Grove comes away with their fifth fumble recovery of the season. Again, just when it looked like opponent was gaining some momentum, getting things going, the Seals defense comes up with a big stop. And I would say more being opportunistic because the, the running back started to the line of scrimmage and the ball just popped out loose and Seals Grove jumps on top of it. So exactly. They'll have it, yeah. So exactly. they'll have it first down and 10 from their own 49-yard line. I formation for the Seals. 
Pastore under center, takes the snap. Deep man gets the call. That looks like Tucker Teets. And after maybe a half yard, that's going to be it. 18 is really playing a great game for I can't find 18. Brody Friesen. Apologize for saying that poorly. He's a good football player. He makes a play there after a short pickup as Sealsgrove able to get it into Mule territory. Now Sealsgrove's sideline getting a sideline warning and his official lets him know you got to back up. I don't think I've ever heard them get a warning, and we're usually on the side with the Seals at the home games. Haven't heard that one before, but that's just a matter of, hey, guys, back up. Let the coach do the wandering up and down the sideline. Seals Grove gets a couple, second down and eight, 3.29 and counting to go here in the first half. The Seals leading seven, nothing would love to put another touchdown on the board. Senior wide receiver, leading receiver, Nate Almas splits to the left. Pastore drops back. Looking, it's got some time. Looking over the middle. He was looking for Nate Albit, but in and out of his hands. And Zorski, Zorski was back there, the safety, in and out of his hands. And Seals Grove, fortunate to see that one hit the turf. Boy, that doesn't happen with Almit very often. That was a nice throw. Third and long. Third and long in a key situation again. And Almit, give him a lot of credit. He goes over the middle. Boy, that was not... A place a lot of people like to go, but he shows his toughness to go through the middle and willingness to go up and make a catch. I'm not able to on that one, but it sets up at third down and eight with 312 to go in the opening half. Pastore drops back, looking deep corner this time for Nate Almond, and out of his hands defended well out there. 25 was on the coverage. And if falls incomplete, it'll be a punting situation as Carter Young will come out and punt this one away for the Seals Grove Seals. Dropping back will be Zer for the Mules, standing about his 10-yard line, waiting for the Carter Young punt. Talk about Carter Young and his punting. It's been good all year and improving, just like the team has all year long as well. As a sophomore punter looking to get this one away. Waiting for the good snap. High snap, he goes up and gets it. There gets it go. away. Good punt. Taken by the return man at the 15. Hit at the 18 and finally taken down as he crosses the 25-yard line. Parody was the first guy down there. That's our guy. He gets down there. was the initial guy to get down there and slow Zer down. And then his fellow punt coverage guys finished him off. That's right. A little bit uncharacteristic with the Seals tonight. I've seen a, a bunch of missed tackles, Pat, which, which again... That's focus, right? That's that's really staying focused, concentrating on how to do this. That was a stiff arm that he, he basically planted him. Slowed it down just enough to allow the rest of his mates to get down and make the stop. So Muhlenberg takes over at their own 29-yard line, trailing 7 nothing with 2.55 to go in the opening half. Long count. Taking the snap, looking to throw it. Boom, hit. That's Brandon Heil. Up ends the receiver as soon as he made the catch. And again, the catch being made by Zerb, but Brandon Heil finishing him off quickly. Are those the adjustments? That's, that, that, was, that was quick. <laughs> what are they setting up? A pump and go, a slant and go off of a quick game. That's, that's the only thing. That was a great play by Brandon Heil. 
And you did see a lot of white shirts creeping up, like you're saying, Steve. So the off, the way you offset it, as I see Zer coming to the sideline. But like you said, you got to be careful about offsetting it with a pump and go, which also could lead to a penalty if you're, you're bouncing off mm-hmm. the offensive receiver. Trips to the right this time. Handoff goes to Shucker. Hit in the backfield. Shakes the defender. Rothamall gets there. Looked like he was up around the face, but no call there as Rothamall, the senior linebacker, makes the play. A loss on the play. So quickly, a timeout will be taken by the Seals Group Seals as they're hoping to get this ball back after this third down and nine play after the stop by your senior linebacker. We yeah, talk about so we talk about plays of the game, our Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Also, looking to give you updated scores on other games going on around the Valley. And one of those is our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week, and that's the Schmokin Mifflinburg game. So let me go to my Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app and see if I can get some updated scores here so I can read them off to you. Or, you know, the better thing you do, you can actually go there as well. Go to the to the app store and get the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app and get your Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard. First looking at Jersey Shore leading Chickalimi 21-0. Lewisburg all over Midwest 22-0. Danville up on Central Columbia 28-0. Southern beating Mount Carmel shutting them out 12-0. And Central Mountain leading Milton 15-6. And our Ford Tough Game of the Week, Schmoke and Mifflinburg tied 7-7. So those are our Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard update for you as we continue to roll through games here and around the Valley. Here it's 7-0 with two minutes to go here Here's that in the first half. Here's that trips into the boundary, which they've been showing. Quick game this side. Be alert for that, Seals. Zorski's in the shotgun formation. He's looking left, getting some pressure now. He's going to throw it deep over the middle. Brandon Howell going up for the interception, and there's going to be a flag on the play. Wow. That's that's pass interference. They're going to call pass interference. And and this is a discussion. I'm not, you know, refing Tardo. But everybody was converging on the ball. Everybody has a right to the ball, right? Wow. I mean, Brandon Howell was looking at the ball the entire time, and he made an athletic play to go up and get it. The fact that he bumped into somebody. The ball's live, and anybody can go up and get it. That's a tough call. There's another one against the Seals that, you know, obviously going to add to their numbers when it comes to penalties. But that's a tough one to tell Brandon Heil to uh, not do exactly what he was doing. On a third and long, again. So, boy, the penalties have hurt the Seals in third down situations where they should be off the field. That was a tough one. So following. Following the penalty, it will put the ball at the Mule 44-yard line. They're trailing 7-0 to the Seals. Lone touchdown comes from Tucker Teets' 51-yard run for the Seals sophomore. It's going to be a keeper by Zaworski. Nothing there. Swallow up. Rumberger, Rothamol, Ethan Miller. Nice job. Just battling off those blocks and getting there, huh? That's right. And you talked about it. I mean, you said about the difference between some of these teams you watch and the, the ability to use your hands to keep blocks off you, out of you know, out of your chest, off your arms, and Seals Grove does that as well as anybody. They, they do a very, very good job. Get off blocks, baby. Get off blocks and get to the football. 
Seals come up defensively on the second down and 11. The Mules have it at their own 43-yard line, trailing 7-0. Shotgun formation. Sorsky drops back. Heavy pressure. Rolling to his left. Oathout trying to get him. Can't. He's going off the left side and finally going to bounce out of bounds, but he's going to pick up enough for a mule first down as he takes it into seal territory close to the 46-yard line. I don't think it's a first down. Lost containment on that play. He just he saw an open side and took it. You're right, they're going to call it a 10-yard gain, so it will be a short of a first down. I guess I was having flashbacks to the the uh, mark that they gave him the last time. But <laughs> <laughs> same scenario. Same, same situation, Pat. Third down and two. Third, short two. Yep, third down and two. Under a minute to go here in the first half. Remember, the Mules have used two of their three timeouts so far. Go to the deep man. Nothing there. Swarmed over. If you've ever been to a beach and you watch that wave come in and it's in white caps, that's what we're seeing here tonight. Exactly what's happening up front. Exactly right. It looks like Seals thought they came up with the football on that one. Keep looking for the replay, but. (laughs) They will take a timeout here. Speaking of that, you can catch the video version of the Seals Grove Seals on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Appreciate all the work of. Our producer, Tony, taking care of that. And, uh, you know, as the Seals have showed their improvements, uh, we hope that, you know, as a broadcast team, Steve and I are showing our improvements. And uh, I know the video team has done that. So we appreciate what they're able to show you back home or wherever you happen to be watching this game on the uh, YouTube channel. Absolutely. A little different from when you started coaching, huh? Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, yes. You go to YouTube and go back to watch high school games in 1985, and I look at that, I'm like, I was 15 years old, and, man, it looks like it's it should be in a museum somewhere down in the basement. It looks so old. Everything. Not anymore. How about the big, big wide shoulder pads? Right? <laughs> yeah. the, and the shirts cut halfway. Yeah, halfway. And, you look like a letter T out there with, you know, four-foot-wide shoulder pads. Now they hardly even look like they have them on. Shoulder pads are small. The helmets are getting bigger. The shoulder pads are getting smaller. Yeah, that's right. Fourth down play here for the Mules. Okay, there's there's nobody back. They're going shotgun formation. Going to go for it here with 51 seconds to go. Shotgun for Zur. Nope, no, that's no Zorski. He's going to take off and run with it. He's going to pick up a first down. The Russian Seals are rushing three people there, okay? And if the outside man steps in one bit, they're sealing them, which means the quarterback breaks contain. That's, that's been the most positive run they've had, they mean in Muhlenberg all night. And it's a positive run to pick up the first down, as you said, and got to that outside and Knew where the sticks were, did Zorski, and he picks up a first down with 46 seconds to go. Muhlenberg has one. They say they have two timeouts. Sealsgrove has one. 46 seconds to go in this opening half. Sealsgrove leading 7-0. Shotgun for Zorski. Quick throw this time. Gets it out there to Shucker. Trying to run to the right. Runs between two tackles. Takes it inside the 40 down to the 38-yard line. It'll be a short of a first down for the Mules, but they're in business at the Seals Grove 38-yard line. Clock continues to run with 30 seconds to go in her first half. Miss tackles. I can guarantee you Coach Hicks will be saying that at halftime. 
We're under 20 seconds to go. Taking a while for the Mules to get back up to the line of scrimmage. Wide receivers to each side. Zorski takes the snap, drops back, looking right, gets rid of it. Man catches that at the 30. Breaks away a tackle, but Teague Hoover, Brandon Heil will finish him off. Making the catch was Rosario. He makes the catch and picks up a first down for the Mules at the Sealers Grove 25-yard line. Five seconds left, and they called their last timeout. And Derek Hicks will walk out and talk to his team here. Some bending going on once again. He likes to go by the philosophy of bend but not break. And some bending's going on here with five seconds. As you said, Muhlenberg, did they take the timeout? Muhlenberg yes, they did. did. Yeah, they Muhlenberg took the did. timeout here. Setting up a play here with just five seconds ago. Now, we saw the kicker during warm-ups kicking from 47 yards don't know if that's even a consideration here because the ball sits at 25, 35. It would be right in that range we talked about, even a little bit shorter. But he was definitely capable of kicking that far. But it doesn't look like they're going to go to that to try to put points on the board with five seconds to go. Looks like they're, they're, they're definitely um, we're on the mule sideline here up in the press box. And it looks like they're talking about, I see hands going deep. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, I, they have to get it in the end zone. Now they're going to come right out of the huddle, right up to the line of scrimmage. Five seconds to go here in the first half. They have it at the Seals Grove 26-yard line. Send two wide receivers to each side for Zorski. Long count looking over the defense. Two safety look for the Seals. What looks to be the final play of the first half. Heavy rush by Rothable. Gets in there. Finished off by Stephen Miller and by Catherman. And that will end the first half on a sack by the Seals Grove defense. The first half wraps up here. Seals Grove leading the Muhlenberg Mules from Muhlenberg Stadium. 7-0. Come back. I have a halftime show which will include getting our stats from our stat man, get Murphy O'Brien's Seals athletic rundown, analysis of that first half, update you on some scores on our out-of-town scoreboard, and so much more. Don't go anywhere. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SPC Sports Live YouTube channel. Okay, Anthony, we got a busy day again today. Let's get moving. Ma, I know. Orders for our famous Italian subs, our brosciutto paninis, and a ton of cannolis have to be made. Ma, I know. If you know, then you got to get moving. Our customers count on us to bring them our authentic Italian experience. I know, Ma. Our Lewisburg Deli brings a piece of Brooklyn to the valley. I got it, Ma. Don't worry about it. Well, if you got it, Anthony, then start working before I show you a piece of Brooklyn. I'm Noah from the Lewisburg Deli Contestant on Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. Where Mary Lynn, Anthony, and I will treat you like family to serve you our authentic Italian foods. Visit Visit us at lewisburgdelicatessen.com and on our Facebook page. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. Heat pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. Service repair installations. Call us because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even on for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815 or on that device of yours. McCreary's HVACinc.com. Better call McCreary's. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, 
We've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat & Glow products. It's the end of summer sale at Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. That's right. If you're looking for a newer pre-owned vehicle, we've got over 75 new vehicles in stock and over 150 pre-owned. With discounts up to $10,000 on new vehicles and used vehicles priced hundreds, even thousands under Kelly Blue Book. Plus, if you've got a trade-in, we're going to give you Kelly Blue Book trade-in plus up to $2,500 more. So get yourself in to Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg to get a great deal on that next newer used vehicle during our end of the summer sale only on Route 45 in Lewisburg. We are. Eagle 107. Welcome to halftime here from Muhlenberg Stadium. Pat O'Brien, Steve Briggs, along with Zach Showers, our stat man. Glad you could be with us. As Seals Grove leads here at halftime, 7-0 over the Muhlenberg Mules. And this is how it happened. They got into the end zone in the first quarter. A Tucker Teens 51-yard touchdown run. Came at 2:33 to go in the opening quarter. Opening quarter, it was a five-plate, 97-yard drive, taking a minute and 58 seconds. And the big play on that drive was the throw from the end zone from Pastore to Gavin Bastion to set them up out near midfield. And you know, you talk about what that did and how that helps in terms of going about the rest of your off your rest of your possession there, boy. It also gives a lot of confidence to what your offensive line is going to be able to do to give you that time. Oh, yes. That's probably the most positive that happened in the first, outside of the, the touchdown run, obviously. But, Pat, we just said it. That was the poorest half of football the Seals have played, maybe on the season. Missed tackles, being critical, right? I'm being critical. Missed tackles, two critical penalties on third down plays that gets them off the field instead gives Muhlenberg a first down. And, and very uncharacteristic of, of Seals Grove with the missed tackles. I, I'm, and, and I guarantee you they're hearing about it right now. And that's what we said. they got to regroup. As they were going to the locker room, the focus is going to be about that. And basically the, the, the first word out of, uh, you know, out of my mouth was, look, you look at your team and say, all right, are we ready now? I mean, yeah. can we get out there and let's play some football? Yep. And, you know, we talked about it. You don't want to harp on it too much from a coach's standpoint to say it, but you do worry about your preparation against a team that you know is coming in, is uh, going to be, you know, is 0-4, and going to be the underdog for whoever does that kind of stuff. And, you know, so mentally you got to be prepared Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can't wait till halftime of a game on Friday night to decide to just to turn it on. But, you know, the adjustments will be made, and, uh, you know, and I talk about the adjustments that way, it's worth noting again, and you talk about all these teams are going to do this if it's working in that quick passing game. It That's worked right. for, you know, it wasn't a win for Berwick, but it, what it did was put stuff on film for other teams to see it. It alleviates that heavy rush from those guys up front and those five linebackers, but, you know, it's something that we know Derek Hicks in the locker room, and he, no one does it better than uh, Hicksie when it comes to that type of thing out of that 3-5. He's going to make those adjustments, and uh, you would expect to see it very quickly here in the second half. Absolutely, and I think they're having some difficulties in passing sets with containment, specifically the right side of the defensive line of Seals Grove seems to be losing containment quickly. So that's going to be an issue. I think with the pressure, they're doing some good things. But, again, it's everything, Pat. It, it's the, you know, the, the tackling. 
the dropping of passes, you know, there was two or three drop passes that should have been caught, uh, I think, especially last week they were caught. Right. Um, so that type of thing. But that's halftime. Seals Grove has the ball coming out of the second half right now. Mm. So if they can establish something and get points on the board, they're in a good shape. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing Again, we talked about the lone score. Tucker Teeth's fifth rushing touchdown of the season. It was very impressive, impressive fashion as he was able to shake off tackles in the backfield along the right side of the Seals Grove formation. Broke another tackle and then just turned it on and raced 51 yards for the touchdown. And that completed a five-play drive. And hear this again, 97-yard uh, drive for the Seals. It took a minute and 58 seconds finished off by that run by Tucker Teeth. Next week, Seals Grove will return home to take on the Chickalemi Braves. And, of course, we'll be there. Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Live YouTube channel will be there as well. We'll start that at 6 o'clock with Seals Game Day. We'll hear from Coach Derek Hicks as he sits down with Zach Showers at 6.30. The kickoff at 7 here again on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Now we check in as Murphy O'Brien runs down the sports athletic Rundown all the scores from games going on throughout the week for other sports. And we call it this week's Seals Athletic Rundown with Murphy O'Brien. The week got off to a great start with girls soccer beating Altoona 2-1 on Saturday. Their record improves to 3-3-1 as they followed up with a 3-2 win over Central Mountain later in the week. The girls tennis team improves to 10-1 on the year with a win over Central Mountain and a doubleheader win at Milton. The boys' soccer team picked up two wins as they beat Central Mountain 3-2 and took down Shikalimi to improve to 5-3-1. Field hockey pulled out three wins on the week, including two shutouts and a 3-2 win over Newport as they are now 8-1 on the year. The golf team passed Shemokin on Monday to improve to 5-1. Girls' cross-country dropped to 5-4 on the season with two losses this week, while the boys' team picked up two wins to improve to 6-2. This is Murphy O'Brien. Join me each week for the SEALs Athletic Rundown on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Join WNL Subaru as they celebrate Labor Day and fair savings all month long. We have hundreds of vehicles arriving this month, so be sure to stop in or check out our website for availability. Take advantage of great savings and financing rates as low as 0.9% on select 2021 models and reserve your new Subaru today. We're off Route 11 in Northumberland and we'll be on C Avenue during the Bloomsburg Fair where you can check out the new 2022 models and register to win a WNL Hellgate package. Details at WNLCBrew.com. Financing is for well-qualified applicants and ends 9-30-21. Hello. Um, is this the pizza shop? Yeah, that's right. What do you want? I would like to order a pizza for delivery. Well, stop flapping your jaw. Tell me what you want there. Cupcake? Cupcake? No, I, I want yeah, I got that. But you're wasting my time with all this nonsense instead of giving me your order. Want a more pleasant experience when you're hungry? Well, Bella's Pizza and Seelands Grove will treat you like family. Call or stop in before or after the game. At Bella's, your hometown pizza shop, enjoy delicious handmade pizza, subs, wings, and more. Open seven days a week for pickup, dine-in, or delivery. Call 570-374-2900. Bella's Pizza, 29 South Market Street in Seelands Grove. Like them on Facebook. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. 
They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car. It's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! Eagle 107. Welcome back to halftime here at Seals Grove leading Muhlenberg 7-0. We just heard from Murphy O'Brien, give Murphy O'Brien giving us our Seals Athletic Rundown. Appreciate her doing that each week. Get a lot of good responses from that. We appreciate all the listeners as she's able to uh, get you updated on everything else going on outside of football for the Seals Grove Seals. Hey, we have another segment. We call it, you remember this game? I touched on it during the pregame, but it's worth bringing it up again. And another District 3 team, Seals Grove, played back in 2012. Seals Grove would get on the board first as they took on Trinity, and it was a 25-yard field goal by Sullivan. It was a 17-play drive covering 73 yards, took 6 minutes and 12 seconds, and Seals Grove led 3-0 in the game against Trinity back on September 7, 2012. That would be the lone scoring in the first quarter, Seals Grove leading 3-0. But then Her got on the board for the Trinity Shamrocks on an 89-yard touchdown reception. That was a two-play drive covering all 89 yards, took a minute and three seconds. And with the extra point good, Trinity would take the lead 7-0. Then Mike Walter would get in the scoring column on a 21-yard touchdown reception with 5.50 to go in that first half. That was an 11-play drive covering 80 yards. The extra point good. Seals Grove would regain the lead and lead 10-7 going into halftime. But the Trinity would come back and get on the board as Brett would catch an 11-yard touchdown reception. That was a 7-play drive, 79 yards. The extra point good. And Trinity regained the lead 14-10. But then Seals Grove would regain the lead on a Connor Liesenfeld 20 excuse me, three-yard touchdown run. That was a 16-play drive covering 67 yards. The extra point no good, and Seals Grove at that point had the two-point lead, 16-14. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. Seals Grove would make it back-to-back scores as Zach Adams had a two-yard run. That was an eight-play drive covering 27 yards. Took three minutes and 32 seconds. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 23-21 with 8.21 to go in the game. But then Trinity would go on the board again on an 11-yard touchdown reception with 4.13 to go in the game. That completed a 12-play drive covering 69 yards. The extra point game, and that would cut the lead to 23-21. Seals Grove would hold off the Trinity Shamrocks back on September 7, 2012, and win that one 23-21. At Seals Grove on the day, 80 carries, 343 yards, They passed 10 times, had five completions for 61 yards. On 80 carries, they only lost the ball one time, had one fumbled loss in that ballgame. Leading away was Zach Adams with 143 yards, Mike Walter 103 yards, and Connor Liesenfeld with 68 yards for the Seals' victory all back in 2012. The Seals would improve to 2-0. Trinity would fall to 1-1. 
And I bring this up because when you talk about scoring. That's a touchdown good for four points. Huh? They're going to mark off this penalty at least 112 yards. What is going on? Numbers matter, and they matter most when it comes to your money and income taxes. I'm Bill Booker, CPA, and I'm in my second decade of serving clients in the Sealands Grove area. Please visit me for all of your personal and business income tax needs. My office, William D. Booker, CPA, is located at 530 South Market Street. I look forward to assisting you. As a proud Sealands Grove parent and resident, I want to wish good luck to all of the Sealands Grove Seals and Susquehanna River Hawk sports teams. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help. Family owned and operated in Lewisburg, Sholly Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Try their burgers and sandwiches, chicken baskets, and meal deals. And Fall's favorite pies are in pumpkin and pecan pie Blizzard treats. Tell the whole stadium, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. (laughs) 
This is Will Marks, General Manager at Murray Motors Chevrolet. We are coming off our best-selling season ever. Why? Because we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best selection of custom trucks, sports cars, and new inventory arriving daily. We're the only dealer to offer a lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. So let's set it straight. We have the best price and best warranty, period. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. This is Eagle 107. It's a second half, get ready to get underway here at Muhlenberg Stadium. Again, Seals Grove leading 7-0 here to start the second half. Looking at the stats given to me by my stat man, Zach Showers. Seals Grove just three first downs in that first half. Muhlenberg nine. Rushing department, Seals Grove 65. 51 of them coming on Tucker Teets' touchdown run. They've held Muhlenberg to 33. Passing yards, Seals Grove 35 while Muhlenberg 56. Seals Grove just 12 plays in that first half to Muhlenberg's 37. 
Total numbers on the first half, Seals Grove 100 yards and Muhlenberg 89. Seals Grove, two penalties and crucial penalties for 30 yards. They do have a fumble, while Muhlenberg had a interception and, and a fumble in that first half. Pastor, just one for three for 35 yards. Low reception made to Gavin Bastion for that 35 yards. In a rushing department, Teets, two carries for 53 yards. Heil, four carries for 24 yards. For the Mullerberg Mules, Zorski, 11 for 14 for 56 yards. And an interception as the second half is underway. Return made up the right sideline. That's Nate Almond. As he's able to get some room up to midfield. Looks like it'll be short of midfield, but a good explosive run by the return man. Nate Almond going up the right sideline as we look at the rest of the numbers. Again, Zororski for Muhlenberg, 11 for 14 for 56 yards. Cavana uh, has three catches for 33 yards, and Zur has three catches as well. In the rushing department, Shucker has 13 carries for 22 yards. So not much to talk about on the offensive side for either team as the Seals Grove Seals Get the ball to start the second half, leading 7-0 with 11.53 to go here in the third period as the second half is just underway. Pastore drops back. Looking over the middle. Got two guys out there, and it looks like it's going to be intercepted by the Muhlenberg Mules. Underthrew that a little bit. Underthrew it. I like the play call, play action off of a different look from the first half. Had both guys. Had both guys bit under thrown. As Pastore throws his fifth interception of the season, his first of the night, and both Althout and Miller were running straight down the middle of the field, and the throw got up there, and it was intercepted. So just like that, the way the first half started offensively for the Seals with the turnover, the second half starts with the turnover as well. So Seals grow quickly, goes back to defense. They've got to forget about it. We talk about that composure thing. Composure here, and we're looking to see, love to see some defense, maybe a defensive score here to the second half. Trips to the right. Zorski's going to keep it off the right side. Hit by Brandon Heil and multiple white shirts. There's like a scramble for it. The ball hits the turf. Is it go to Seals Grove way? Do we start the second half with yes. two turnovers? Do we yes. do? Needed. Seals Grove big, comes away. Big. That, bu- that ball was ripped out, Pat. I couldn't see exactly who it was. But as you said, what a big play to get the ball right back after the interception by Pastore. Now the Seals get it right back. They're in great field position at the Muhlenberg 30-yard line to start first down and 10, leading 7 nothing, and would love to add to it here. Sustain a drive. Plays. Sustain a drive. That's what they need right now. First down and 10. Pastore turns. Give it to Heil. Off the right side. Runs over a would-be tackler as he pulls his way inside of the 25-yard line down to the 26-yard line. So Brandon Heil met the defender, ran him over, and was able to pick up good positive yards on the run that time for the senior running back. Get the ball in the hands of your playmaker. This is the type of game for that right now. So second down play here. Ball at the 24-yard line in Muhlenberg territory for the Seals. They lead 7-0 and look to add to it here after the fumble by the Mules. 
Bastion splits far to the left. It got ah, some movement up front. Oh, they're calling offsides. They're it calling like, offsides. Yeah, maybe the mules jump the right side of That's that first defensive down. line. As you said, that would be enough for a Seals first down. So benefiting from there, Seals Grove trying to benefit from a fumble, and now a big penalty gives them a first down here as they'll have it inside of the Mules' 20-yard line, about the 19-yard line. Wide receivers to each side. I formation behind Pastore. Turn, give it to Heil, going left. Runs over a tackle and then slammed to the turf. The first man came up, met Heil. He got the worst of it. Heil ended up getting swarmed over. He only got to pick up a couple on that, maybe a yard. It'd be a second down and nine. So we talked about early. There's a lot of people in the box right now for, for Muhlenberg. They're playing a straight man, zero coverage, no help over the top here. I think... Uh, you know, the slant that they hit against Muhlenberg, uh, I'm sorry, against Shemokin a couple weeks ago, time for that. Uh, they split two wide receivers each side. The tight end's on the right side of the formation. Nate Allman's going to go in motion from right to left. Long count by Pastore. Turns, fakes it to Heil, rolling to his right, being grabbed and slammed to the turf. 34, Little is able to get to him as Pastore faked it. Was going to roll to his right, but Little got good size, good quickness that time, was able to get to Pastore and a big loss on the play. That was a naked boot, waggle motion, just getting him out there on the flank. He had to beat the one man, and unfortunately, kid made a great play. And Little Defensive on the sack. for Muhlenberg. Yep, absolutely. Big loss on the play now. It's going to be a third down and 16. The ball sits at the Muhlenberg 25-yard line for the Seals. They lead 7-0. Pastore gets the shotgun snap, being chased by two defenders, and he's going to be slammed to the turf again. It'll be stopped all the way up to the 29-yard line, so back-to-back sacks by the defense for the Muhlenberg defense. So it's going to be a fourth down and see what the Seals do here, whether they're going to punt it away or try to go for it here on fourth down. Boy, believe it or not, I don't think the protection is bad. That's a crazy statement after what's just happened. One guy, each guy, it's a defensive end, the man responsible for containment. Playing in, playing in a nice play. Played just it well, yeah, play. both times. So it's a situation, four down territory. It's going to be fourth down in 20. They need to get all the way to the nine-yard line to pick up the first down. Pastore drops back, gets rid of it. Down the right sideline, got a man out there. Bastion goes up for it, makes the catch, touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) Great call, great throw, great catch, touchdown Seals. Up the right sideline on a fourth down and 20 from the 29-yard line. The Seals Grove Seals go up top. Bastion goes up, make an athletic play. He was defended well, makes the catch, and the Seals Grove Seals add another touchdown on the board, and they'll tap the extra point here. Now, Bastion has to come back out after taking his gloves off and snap Snap here on the extra point. Bastion will do the snappy. Nick Rice the hold. Carter Young will attempt the extra point. The hold's good. The kick is up. It's a line drive, and it did not go through. Wow. Big fourth down play. My God. You know, you sit there. Mark Pastore underthrew for the first play of the second half. 
That play was on spot. A deeper ball, a tougher ball to throw. He's got to just regain his confidence, and he's going to be fine. He really is. Again, great call, great throw, great catch, touchdown seals. On a play that if he gets intercepted in the end zone, will end up being a touchback. So it's a play on fourth and 20 that you can risk it all there. And, boy, as you said, Pastore dropped back. He knew he had nothing to worry about. And this is after getting slammed to the That's turf right. on two, two possessions. Two plays in a row. When we talk about composure. The sophomore quarterback continues to show his composure as he's able to find, again, freshman receiver Gavin Bastian for his second touchdown of the season for the freshman receiver to complete another five-play drive. This one covering 30 yards, taking three minutes and 21 seconds. The extra point, no good, but Seals Grove increased their lead to 13 to nothing here in the third quarter with 8.17 to go. That's your Seals Grove forward drive summary. Big play after big play. Seals Grove continues to do it in the last couple weeks. And this one comes from sophomore quarterback, hits his freshman receiver, makes an athletic play. It brings it down to increase the Seals' lead to 13-0. Return man inside his own 10. It's at the 15. The 20 makes a move as he crosses the 25. That's like it was Shucker on the return. And he's going to get it out beyond the 25 to the 27-yard line. As Bastion, like we said, gets his second receiving touchdown of the season. By Pastore, gets his fifth touchdown pass of the season his sophomore season here for the seals keep building keep building defense get the ball back as we continue to look for smoke and damn health center backbreaker plays of the game a fourth down and 20 back-to-back sacks and the sealers grove seals were able to f- cash in for the score to increase their lead to 13 nothing over host muhlenberg mules Boy, they make it exciting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so now they look up, find themselves trailing 13-0 to the Mules. Two wide receivers to the right for Zaworski. Gets the snap, turns, gives it to Shucker, who's trying to get to the edge. Not going to get there. Turns back in. Rumberger in on the stop there. A host of white shirts once again helping out there, trying to get that's Teague Hoover coming up from his linebacker position and he, or his safety position. He's in on the stop as well. And it's going to be back to the original line of scrimmage, second down and 10 for the Mules. I see this defense already with a different type of energy. As you talk Don't about you? going in half, absolutely going in <laughs> half. They got the talking to. You guys ready to do this or what? And they've come out and able to get to the mules on that one run there they are going to give them about two yards on the run but that's it it was a tough two yards as we've gone under 730 to go here in the third seals grove leading 13 nothing Zorsi gets a snap rolling to his right being chased by miller's going to get rid of it catch is going to be in and out of the hands actually the pass in it's going to be incomplete it's going to be it was intended for number 18 falls incomplete and that's fashion nice pressure on on the quarterback on that that play and they were not outflanked they contained the play i'm sure that was a, a point of emphasis in that locker room about 100 yards from us <laughs> looking at the blaze alexander nissan out of town scoreboard lewisburg leading midwest 41 nothing danville up on central columbia 35 nothing at halftime southern leading mount carmel 12 nothing 
Central Mountain leading Milton 22 to 6. That's our Blaze Alexander Nissan out of town scoreboard. Third down play here. Rolling to the right, looking right. Now comes back to the left, short of a first down connection made. Crosses the 35-yard line. Going to be stopped over there. Is that parody? Nope, that's Rumberger in on the stop there on the far side. So it's going to be a fourth down, and you would think a putting situation, and it is for the Mules. This looks to be like the, the wide side of the field that they like, that the Seals like. Now this kid takes a while punting the football, and he takes an extra step. Naltic will punt it away for the, the Mules. Two back for the Seals standing at their own 30-yard line. Is that T. Hoover and Tucker Teets both have shown explosiveness from the return. It's a good stop that way. Gets it rid of it, and that's a good high punt. Tucker Teets is going to take it at the 28. Up the right sideline, looking for that wall. It's a hit, knocked out of bounds as he crosses the 40 out to the 44-yard line, and the Seals will get great field position at the 44-yard line. They lead 13-0 with 6.17 to go here in the third period. Pat, that was a big-time punt. That was. That, that had hang time. That, that, this, that's their, their kicker as well, isn't it? Yes, that, it I is. believe that's the same kid that kicks. Nice. Boy, that's... And that was under heavy pressure again. Heil was getting in there. We can talk about whether he'll get one tonight or not, but he's been close on the last couple punts by the Muhlenberg Mules. Seals Grove first down and 10. They have it at their own 43-yard line. Wide receivers each side. Blitz being shown. As the tight end moves from the right to left, that's Stephen Miller. Snap goes to pass Torrey. He's going to flip it to Tucker Teets. Gets a block from Oldfout. Got to run right to midfield before he slammed into the yeah. turf. Yeah. And, and a hold was called right here. And a holding here on the near side. I believe it was Oldfout. Oldfout. 25 was in on the stop that time. That's Kavana. But it, like you said, there's a penalty there. That's Hillsgrove continues to struggle with these penalties, and they take away a you know a good positive first down play that was going to be about for about five, six, seven yards on the run that time by Tucker Teets, but the penalty will bring that back for the Seals. Now it's a matter of how can they how do they do bouncing back from a big penalty there. Our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. We're keeping an eye on the Schmokin Mifflinburg game. Schmokin leading Mifflinburg last report 14 to 7. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. First down in Walmart parking lot for the Seals. Down the right sideline, looking for Bastion again. In and out of Got his it. hands. And he took it off the shoulder of the defender. And he's going to race it into the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. That kid's a freshman, Pat. That kid is a freshman. I try to explain everything oh, to boy. you. We, as got it- a, we got a celebration penalty. Must have ran into the official. That won't take the ball back, though. That'll be... We'll let the officials chit-chat a little bit, give a chance to remind you about other things going on for Sunbear Broadcasting schedule, like the Steelers. Follow the Steelers all season long, 100.9 the Valley. The Steelers are at home, host the Bengals. The pregame starts at 11, kickoff at 1, 100.9 the Valley. And also, Penn State football, Nittany Lions football, is on News Radio 1070 WKOK, streaming online at WKOK.com. 
You can catch Penn State football on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay, here's what happened. Touchdown, big play, seals are celebrating. An official ran into the guy celebrating, and that was there was a warning earlier in the first half. So now they, they probably will announce that, or I'm sorry, announce they will probably mark that on the kick if they mark it at all. It could be a sideline warning as well. Snaps good, hold good, the kick is up. Plenty of distance, and it is good. So Carter Young bounces back after missing the prior PAT and booms this one through. And, again, I appreciate you keeping an eye on that penalty and trying to talk it through. And, you know, whether it will be taking on the ensuing kickoff, we'll have to see there because they did get the one warning before, and you described it as they were celebrating, official ran into him, or they ran into him, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. But in the meantime, to try to – and if you saw it on video – which you can see on our YouTube video, but it looked like the play was over. Bastion went up for it, didn't make the catch, went off his hands, looked like the defender was going to catch it, and then it stopped in midair or stopped in mid-play, and it just laid on the defender's shoulder, and Bastion, not taking his eye off the ball, took it off the shoulder and raced in for the 68-yard touchdown reception by your freshman, Gavin Bastion, from your sophomore quarterback, Mark Pastore. An amazing play. I think you're going to start talking about this kid in the same phrase as some of the the greats of Seals Grove. He's a freshman. I mean, Ryan Shuck comes to mind. (laughs) Brett Fawzi. Brelsey of a couple years ago. Ryan Kaiser, of course. What am am I saying? (laughs) He's a freshman. (laughs) Megan, that's a big-time play. I'm missing a lot. I mean, we have a we have a Mike history Bonestock. here. We have oh, a rich history here. You. Mike Ritter. Mike a, Ritter. We have a Who? history here. I coached Mike Ritter for four years in, in college. <laughs> Mike, oh, if you're listening, goodness. he knows who you are. <laughs> Mike who? Mike Ritter? <laughs> Is that spelled with a G? Gritter? Kicks away by Young. Down to Shucker. He's going to catch it to 10, to 15, to 20, to 25. Jumps over a tackle and then driven out of bounds by Ethan Miller. Now, Mules will have good field position as they're outside of the 30-yard line, but they look up the scoreboard and see themselves trailing 20-0 with 542 to go here in the third period as Seals Grove now has back-to-back touchdowns. This most recent one was the one we were talking about, a 68-yard touchdown reception by Bastion. It came with 549 to go here in the third period. The extra point good, and Seals Grover increased their lead to 20 to nothing over the Muhlenberg, Muhlenberg Mules. Shotgun for Zororski. Gives it alone back in the backfield, and here comes the white shirts. Big stop on the play. A carry that time by number 22 for the Mules going off the left side, but not much there. Rivera. Maybe a yard. But there's that energy. There's there's that white shirts, white hats to the ball. Nice, excuse me, nice play. Bastion on the night, three receptions, 132 yards, and two touchdowns. Looking for the Schmokadem Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Throw that out there. The 68-yard reception by your freshman receiver is now officially a candidate for the Schmokadem Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Man goes in motion from left to right for the Mules. Zorarski drops back. 
Dow going to take off and run with it. Up the left sideline. Able to make a man miss, and it's going to be knocked out of bounds by Feldman on the far side about the 40-yard line. And Sealsgrove had heavy pressure coming in. And at first, I was going to say, look, he got held up there, but maybe not. Third down, again, they lost contain on that side of the field. Same situation. And again, it looks like hands went up like guys are complaining of being held. But regardless, he's breaking contain on that play. That's tough. Got to do a better job, Seals. And with Bastion's catch, that's his third touchdown reception of the season. He had one from 68, 59, 29. And again, Seals Grove leading 20 nothing. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Third down play here, third and three. Zorski takes a snap under heavy pressure by Heil. And Heil tries to get to him, knocks him off his feet. The ball's in the air, it's caught. Crosses into Seals Grove territory to the 45-yard line. The catch that time by number 25, that's Cavana, and he picks up a big first down for the Mules. He's, he's an outlet. He's, he's an outlet. They, they took two receivers deep and just hit the outlet. Nice poise by their quarterback under, got, under some pretty good pressure. He got hammered by Brandon Heil. Actually, I braced it because the way things been going, I thought maybe he was going to get called for a penalty, but fortunately it was a great play by him to put the pressure on him. Ends up not able to get to him in time and Mules pick up a first down at the Seals Grove 45-yard line. Boy, this is crazy. I have to say it. There's no play clock in this football game. As a shotgun formation for Zorarski looking left, gets rid of it. It's got a man out there, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 39-yard line. What I've noticed too is the the downmark or the uh, the chain guy. As soon as the play becomes within about 10 yards, he drops it. But he do, but he doesn't realize I'm broken. I'm trying to see where the I want to see where the first down is, and he drops it, and I can't find the first down marker. I've called a first down two or three times, and it turns out that it's because the guy dropped the uh, the chain. And I can't tell what's the first down or not. No excuses, Coach O'Brien. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, I got to regroup. Where's my composure? <laughs> Pastore, teach me some composure. Shotgun formation on the second down and three. Four minutes to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 20 nothing. Zorski drops back. Quick throw once again. First down pickup. Runs over a would-be tackler. And he's caught from behind by Catherman. But Reese Feldman felt that one as the receiver made the catch and pulled his way for a first down for the Mules at the Seals Grove 30-yard line. Seals Grove has to roll up into a cover two or something along those lines. They're just bailing on each play because they're in cover three. They're staying in their their eight-man front uh, defense or or three-five. So basically what's happening is the three-deep are dropping out of there and then they're hitting the quick passes. Great scheme by Muhlenberg. Also the same thing that Berwick did a week ago. They continue to do it as they're going to split three to the right. Trips look to the right, one wide receiver to the left. Zorowski drops back under heavy pressure by Heil. Being chased from behind. Heil's going to get to him this time and take him to the turf. All the way outside of the 35-yard line to the 36-yard line. Senior linebacker Brandon Heil. Boy, he's faster than than anyone expects, right? As Brandon Heil is able to get to him and... You're going to have him listed as the second sack of the season by Brandon Heil. 
as he just showed his quickness, as you said, quicker than most believe. Sometimes they leave him unblocked, figure you're going to roll your quarterback away from him, but that's where he feasts on. He feasts on that, on his ability to come off the edge there, and he does that on a big play. Second down and 17 for the Mules. Okay, they listened upstairs. They're rolling to a cover two. The two deep safety this time. Look, as you said, shift up front from the defensive line. Heavy pressure again. Throw in the middle screen. He's got him. Chucker makes the catch. Grabbed around the helmet area. No flag thrown yeah, yet. Is, there's a flag down. There is a flag face down. Mask. They're going to call face mask just right there in the middle. Might, might be a roughing also here. Yeah, yep, there's a roughing. flag. Yep, roughing. Oh, the whoa, passer. whoa, whoa. Uh, he, he just. Did he see a roughing a passer or a holding? Well, you keep an eye on that and allow us to uh, remind our listeners that you can catch all all rock and roll. Mark Stevens will help you through the workday, finishing off the 107-minute superset, starting each hour with the seven-song superset. It's all in your favorite classic rock through the workday. That's with Mark Stevens on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. This is going to be for some yardage. So roughing the passer. And then the face mask down there as well. Yeah. So that's two personal fouls. Hey, make sure you're checking out our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. John Bodinger is always checking in. Lisa Zellman as well. Commenting on our Facebook try our Facebook page. Make sure you do it. Like it and you get all Seals Grove all the time. It's a great opportunity to see what's up, what the latest is, get you get you involved from a Facebook stand. Point for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, go to our Facebook page. I see Sherry Mangles also checked in, Doreen Conrad. Appreciate all that. All the support from our listeners and all our Facebook likes as well. Doug Hope checking in on the Seals Grove Seals Facebook page. As he was happy to see that Seals Grove won a week ago, beating Berwick 42 14. Again, check us out on Facebook as Judy Frymore has done as well. So each week during the week, check out our Facebook page. We'll keep you updated, and it's all seals all the time. But right now we're looking for all seals all the time because following the penalties, as officials continue to chit-chat about exactly where the ball needs to be, now they moved it back just a little bit. But multiple penalties that time in that play there by the Seals Grove Seals. The official chit-chatting it here. So roughing the passer was declined, but the face mask was not. Face mask happened downfield. So the chain gang, the, my buddies over there, they're trying to figure out where we need to be. He's going to extend it. I bet he's going to go about 10 yards down the other way. He's going to go 10 yards from that other guy. They're still figuring it out on the far side. So all said and done, it's a first down and 10 from the Seals' 21-yard line. Handoff goes to Shucker. Met in the backfield, taken down. Brandon Holland on the stop. Also see Rumberger and others. Guys like Rumberger. You know Ethan Miller in the middle of that as well. And getting up is his brother, Stephen Miller. And whenever they're involved in a play, we call that Miller time. So a short pickup of one, second down and nine. Two minutes to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 20-0 over the Mules, but the Mules are threatening here. Two wide receivers will split to left, one back in the backfield along with Zororski. Man goes in motion from left to right. That's where they're looking over the middle. Got a man out there, but he's going to be leveled. The ball's in and out of the hands of the intended receiver that time, Zur, 
and T. Hoover was lining him up and slammed it to the turf. I give T. Hoover a lot of credit there, just talking about discipline, because because yeah, he just went up to made a football play absolutely. instead of making some highlight play. High high throw. The receiver went up, tipped it. Teague leveled him. Yeah, and it looks like there was another penalty. It was back here again. Is another roughing the passer penalty again? Did you see it? I did not see it. Did he make the call? Because the officials walking the other way, talking to Derek a little bit on the far side. I, I didn't actually see him make the call, but watching the ball go, and he's explaining to him what he did to him, and, and Derek continues to wave at him and tell him, let him play. So, because of penalties, it's now walked the ball down to the 11-yard line, 10-yard line, first down, and they're going to say he was able to pick up a first down, so let's put it at the 10-and-a-half-yard line for the Mules, trailing 20 nothing to the Seals. Seals trying to keep him out of the end zone, keep the shutout. Got some movement up front. Looks like the left guard jumped that time by the Mules, and that's going to walk them back. It's going to be a false start against the Mules. Well, I didn't think they had the Brady rule in, in high school football. In all honesty. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that as a joke. You know, that's what changed the NFL. Yep. And but you're almost telling these kids to go as hard as you can, but then stop and then pull up. And just can't do that. Tough thing to do. And that's what the officials are tr- trying to do: keep the keep the game a little bit safer, especially sure. for the guy pulling the trigger. Well, following the penalty, it'll be a first down and 15 from about the 15 and a half yard line for the Mules. Man goes in motion from right to left. Dorsey gets the snap. Look at over the middle. Being heavily pressured. It'll be slammed to the turf by Rumberger. Big sack on the play. Now Rumberger comes through, gets his fourth sack of the season for the junior, number 26 for the Seals, all the way back to the 29-yard line. And remember, they can get a first down, but it's going to be at the half-yard line. So basically, this is a goal to go as we go under a minute to go here in the third period. It's a second down at 29 from the 29-and-a-half for the Mules, trailing 20 nothing. Seals grow bending in a big way. They'd love to see this and, and not breaking and keeping the Mules out of the end zone. Two wide receivers will split to the left. 35 seconds to go in the third period. Getting the snap is Rarski. Drops back. Middle screen once again. He's going to be hit nice by Miller. Play. Both Millers. Both oh, no, out. out. Yep, both out. Fought off that blocker, able to get to him, and Miller helped him finish off. Like you said, Miller coming from his defensive position, peeled back on that middle screen. That's how you school that. Exactly right. That's how you defend it. You, you feel you feel the offensive lineman stop blocking you, and you've got to put the brakes on, get your head on a swivel, and look for the ball carrier. Basically, that's how you defend it. Well, with that Better play, nice that job. yep, that ends the third quarter. We'll flip side of the field, come back. Seals Grove lead it at this point, going into the fourth quarter, 20-0 over the Mules. We'll step aside, come back, get ready for the fourth quarter. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Eagle 107, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. 
Are you looking for a job? Join and team with over 40 years of experience. Truck and Trailer Sales of Seawans Grove, the largest tractor-trailer dealership in the region, has immediate openings for truck drivers for commercial trucks. A CDL is a must, or they will train the right person. Please apply in person at Truck and Trailer Sales, 1273 South Market Street, Seawans Grove, or call 570-374-1114. Make your decision an excellent choice. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. Heat pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. Service repair installations. Call us, because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even R for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815 or on that device of yours. McCreary's HVACinc.com. Better call McCreary's. Eagle107.com As the afternoon gets here, join Lynn Hall for the last few hours of your workday and crank up the rock and roll with the 5 o'clock attitude adjustment. No slow stuff allowed for your drive home. Then on Friday, she kicks off the block party weekend at 3 o'clock on Eagle107. Eagle107.com. Move into the fourth quarter as Seals Grove Seals lead 20 to nothing. Muhlenberg has it third down and basically goal to go as they need to get inside the one-yard line for first down on this third down and 25 play as it shows up on the scoreboard. Zorarski takes the snap, drops back under heavy pressure again. Got to get rid of it. Over the middle, going to be intercepted. intercepted. This is Teague Hoover looking around, looking for that opening, going from right to left. Got to block in front of him. Going to shake off a defender and finally take it out beyond the 35-yard line, out to the 33-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove will start first down at 10. And good sportsmanship by the Muhlenberg Mule lineman. He helped Catherine get back up. He was struggling to get to his feet. Want to give credit to the Mules and good sportsmanship. Running down the seed number 65. Like to throw his name out there. Appreciate that. That was Wixon, Dylan Wixon, who turned and assisted Catherine back to his feet. But Seals Grove comes away as Teague Hoover gets his second interception of the night for the Seals defense. And credit the pressure. The pressure made him stand up and throw it. Good point that way. And so often you see interceptions and not realize what's happening to lead up to that interception. So the pressure helps T. Hoover gets his second interception of the night. Handoff straight up the middle. Protect Moving the, the pile and hold that ball. Like you said, that's we've seen it two weeks in a row. Trying to get extra yards and the ball comes loose. But it doesn't on that as he's able to get it to the 35-yard line. After about a two-yard pickup, it'll be a second down and eight for the Seals. We said about Teague Hoover getting that interception. This is the time, Pat, to run the football. Run the clock, run the football. Seals now have five interceptions on the season, the second of the night and the second of the season for Teague Hoover. Blitz being shown. I formation behind Pastore. Turn, give it to the deep man. Off the right side, that's Tucker Teets running behind a good push and finally going to be driven to the turf as they'll stretch him out to about the 40-yard line. So it's going to be a third down, right just short of the 40-yard line. This official's on top of the 40-yard line, and the other is just inside. So they're going to just uh, go halfway and put it at the 39-and-a-half. It'll be a third down and short. A lot of uh, dark jerseys for the 
for the seals to block in there. I counted nine people in the box on that time. Nine people. The safeties were rolled up. They're playing man on the cover and coverage. Let's see if they're doing the same thing here. Well, I can see, I can hear things are spinning in your head. Let's Absolutely. go for a play action and go deep. Has Story under center. He's going to go looking deep. Going to go to Almond. Almond's going to have to adjust him, and he does. He makes a catch. Knocked out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. As Pastor's Pastore's down. Get up slow. Get up, get up, get up, get up. He's going to try to shake that off as he was able to find the connection to senior receiver Nate Almond as he raced down the right sideline, able to create separation from the defender, makes the catch, and they'll spot it at the 30-yard line, first down and 10 for the Seals. The interesting thing, Mark Pastore was on the ground. He got hit pretty good. I didn't see a flag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was a late hit. Yeah, I was watching the ball. We get up and hope, hopefully he's... Good catch by Nate Almond. Able to bounce back from that. They're going to go with the Wildcat. Wildcat. This is Bastion in the backfield. It's going to get the direct snap. Gets a block from Heil. Trying to get to the edge. Going to be chased, and he's going to be slammed to the turf. Safety's unblocked. Zorarski is the one who made the, from the safety position, able to make the stop. Now keep an eye on Pastore on the far side. He's talking to Hicks. Talking to Mike. And he's going to walk out to the huddle trying to shake off. Still up. running. I thought he went out of bounds, but Nate Almond's going to split to the right this time. Pastor is going to stay at the wide receiver position, far to the left, with Bastion and Hyo in the backfield. They stay with the Wildcat look with Gavin Bastion. Going to get the direct snap, option to the right. It's going to keep it straight between the tackles. Hit hard as he. Got inside the 30-yard line to about the 28-yard line. Tough kid. Bounces straight back up. And Seals Grove continues to use clock and get the ball to the 28-yard line. It'll be a third down and long. It's a good little mix-up here. That was the first option we've seen all year, I think. Absolutely. And that was from uh, Gavin Bastion from the quarterback position as he had Heil as the pitch man, but he decided to keep it, run it up, got about five yards on the carry. It's going to be a third down and nine with 8.15 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 20 nothing here from Muhlenberg Stadium. Same formation. Same formation. A keeper again by Bastion. He shakes off one tackle. Now he's just going to be swarmed over by blue shirts that'll go down at the 30-yard line. As Pastor continues to line up as a wide receiver after getting hit pretty hard on a long pass to Nate Ahmed. The Pastor will make his way to the sideline again to get the instruction from the sidelines. Last time we were in this situation, fourth down, wasn't. it's not fourth and 20, but I would say Pastor is going to be back under snapper, under center in this play. That's Brandon Heil will check out. Connor Grove has come into the game for the Seals. Pastor is in shotgun formation. Connor Grove checked back out of the game. Pastor drops back. Looking for Bastion. Down the left sideline. Got to be out of the defense. And it's going to be defended well. Hits the turf. Falls incomplete. But again, a good throw and a good attempt by the Seals on fourth down. But it falls incomplete. It'll turn the overall downs back to the Mules. 
Salesgrove still pitching a shutout here, leading 20 nothing over the Mules. Pat, I got a shout out. Uh, big game tomorrow at Susquehanna. It's our Ring of Honor day, playing Dickinson. And uh, former SEAL, Kyle Shuck, is the offensive lineman, offensive line coach at Dickinson College. So a little homecoming for him. Absolutely. Get over to Susquehanna. Check out the game. It's going to be a beautiful day. Also get downtown for the street festival going on in Seals Grove as well. White shirts all over this quick pass that time. Lots of numbers, lots of guys. Teague Hoover applauding Corey Rumberger's play there as he got to the tackle. So it's going to be a loss of a couple. It'll be a second down and long for the Mules as this game Continues to crawl along with 6.50 to go in the game. Seals Grove trying to make it three wins in a row after beating Schmokin two weeks ago. Berwick last week, and they're trying to get this one here tonight. Right now, pitching a shutout against the Mules. There's going to be whistles blown here and a timeout taken here. Muhlenberg will take a timeout kind of reflect a little bit on what we've seen here and we we said it first half a bit of a crawl a lot of a uh, 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 characteristic type plays on the defense when the defense is playing i mean the last couple of weeks i mean throughout the entire season has played at a very high level so when you come in you're expecting that bar to be very high as we do well they didn't do that in the first half but as you said second half the energies look different they are blowing things up in the middle of that offense of the mules and it just looked like a completely different team kudos to not only the kids but the coaching staff to go and, and get their message the message heard in halftime you better believe it and you're being nice pat they didn't get off the bus that was the as we said that was the worst first half i think the seals played all year and completely did a 180 flipped the switch turned on the lights whatever you call it so it's a whole different team and doing some really good things in the second half. Absolutely. Like we said, the, the second half has been a whole different different animal here for the Seals. As right now, they're pitching the 20 to nothing shutout over the Mules. Mules have it second down in 12, following the timeout. 6.37 to go in the game. Shotgun formation. Blitz coming. Here comes Parody. Deep man gets the call. Straight up the middle showing some strength to try to get it to the 35-yard line, and that's where the official stands, 35-yard line, but it's still going to set up a third down and long for the Mules. Look for the quick pass. One of the top receivers for the Mules is number 11, Cody Zur. See if they try to get it to him to pick up this first down on this third down and six. I think they're helping him with the clock here. Let the clock run. The Mules coming off. Big loss last week to Kennardale, where they lost 33-0. The week before that, they lost to they lost 42-0. So dealing with some changes here at Muhlenberg, trying to get things righted. But tonight, after Seals Grove Seals had a slow first half, they come out in a big way in the second half and lead 20-0 over the Mules. Heavy pressure again. Zorarski drops back, throws. It's got a man open. Bacon it catches Zur, and he's going to be driven into the turf by Teague Hoover. And Parody came to help out as well. 
on the play, but it'll be enough for a first down. They're going to get a formal momentum into Seals Grove Terry at the 49-yard line. Again, that, that was really a, a quick pass that went a little bit further because he, he tried scrambling. Good job by their quarterback, but, it, you know, they left him kind of wide open. And that Yours. little no-man's land from the flat to the – underneath the deep third, but deeper than the flat. It's tough play. Zorski's been showing the ability to run with the ball as well, so you get caught, as you said. Go, don't go, and they did a nice job to pick up the first down into Seals Grove territory at the 49-yard line. Long snap. Looking right. Under heavy pressure again. Going to get rid of it. Underthrow his intended receiver, Bastion and Paradis, on the coverage on the far side. It's going to hit the turf and bring up a second down and 10 for the Mules. Straight up the middle. Coming after him. That's right. Shaking off those tackles. We talk about a wear down factor. And, boy, those quickness of the Miller boys up front, Spencer George, Catherman, and also into the game now up front is Max Maurer. Boy, showing that quickness up front. It wears you down from an offensive line standpoint. Just got to continue containment here. Contain this kid. He can't do much. 5-0-1 to go here in the ball game with the Seals leading 20 nothing. D-man gets the call again. Gets the second level before he's met. Runberger, I want to get the number. Parody also in on the stop as well. As he met the carrier as he got to the 47-yard line. They're going to have four momentum to the 46-yard line. But it's still going to be a third down and long for the Mules. Trying to pick up a first down and move the chains as the clock continues to run at 435 to go in the game. Teague Hoover really supported hard on that. I think he was part of the, the tackle, but the point being is that's the added person in the box, much like Muhlenberg was doing the Seals Grove. And this is a cover two look, a two deep. With Brandon Heil and Teague Hoover, the two safeties that you talk about. They got four wide receivers in the formation, do the mules. Zorowski drops back, trying to get rid of it quickly, does, finds a man, makes a catch at the 40-yard line. He's able to get down to the 35, and Othout makes a stop at the 35-yard line, but that's a seal first down. All right, that's a mule first down. That's that's the pass play that you run against cover two. It's a slant, it's a quick slant, because your your corner is on the outside shade of the, of the receiver, so he's kind of giving up the inside. And, yeah, good, well executed by Muhlenberg. It makes they're, the big catch doing there. What they're supposed to do against that defense. Pick it up the first down against that defense. As you mentioned, they're going to send trips to the right and single to the left for the Mules. Clock runs 340 to go in the ball game. Seals leading 20 nothing. Snap to Zorarski. Under some pressure. Going to take off and run with it. Got two white shirts in front of him. Trying to run away from. Tucker Teets does, gets out of bounds, going to stop the clock inside the 30, about the 28-yard line. He's a scrambler. He'll take off if he has to. Seals took away the deep routes, and he just took off. That time he stepped up and took off. A little bit different than what he's been doing all all night by breaking containment. Said about the street fair tomorrow in Seals Grove. Get down there and get your... Seals Grove Lady Basketball Gear will be, they have a booth down there, will be selling their merchandise. So get there tomorrow down to the street fair, check out, find the Lady Basketball team and uh, support the Lady Seals as they'll be selling some good looking shirts, long sleeves, short sleeves. They'll have uh, 
Also, uh, gift baskets, uh, they'll be given away as well. So you want to get down there and uh, just a great opportunity. I mean, you, on a day tomorrow, you could see 10,000 people walking around oh, Seals yeah. Grove down tomorrow, plus and with Susquehanna playing. That's right. And the, the Seals are going to Florida to play, right? Yeah. They are. They're scheduled to get down to Florida between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, and uh, Aaron Ennier, head coach, is. Uh, been putting this together and with all the support of local businesses they've been able to provide some support uh, to this adventure for the lady seals and uh, an opportunity that not many high school people get an opportunity to do so if all goes well with everything in the world they'll get down there between christmas and new year's and have a a time in their lives and something they'll talk about when they're when they're our age that's great that's great so support them absolutely get down there for the street fair they're going to be down there uh Selling, like I said, long sleeves, short sleeves, uh, gift baskets, uh, just lots going on, and uh, support the local community, my hometown of Seals Grove, and uh, just lots going on. You got Seals soccer going on tomorrow. The boys, I'll be there to watch a little bit of that, take some pictures of some of the Seals soccer team as well as I've been requested to do. Rolling to the right as Rorski gets rid of it, was being chased by Garrett Parody and gets rid of it. The completion is made. It's going to be enough for another first down for the Mules as we get to 3-23 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 20-0. Seals Grove's got to find some way to pull him up. He's just breaking containment, and that's tough to cover. That's tough to cover when you got a quarterback that's on the flank, basically naked, and it's not man coverage. They're playing the zone, so they're just picking apart the zone. Again, I give credit to Muhlenberg. This is a this is a pretty good attack that they're doing tonight. Stick and around up stick around after the game. We'll bring you the Eagle 107 post game show for you. We'll give you the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Update you scores part of our Blaze Alexander Nissan out of town scoreboard and also give you the stats from our stat man Zach Showers all coming up after the game. Look at over the middle, in and out of the intended receiver's hands, defended out there by Teague Hoover who helps up the intended receiver after an incomplete pass and gets up limping just a bit, is the receiver on that one. He'll come here to the near side after a big hit by Hoover. Teague leveled him. Looks like he's going to have rib issues, and he is. That was a a big-time hit. Our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. We're keeping an eye on Shemokin Mifflinburg. Shemokin leading in the third, 28-14 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. And that's a big game amongst the 4A District 4 playoff seedings for those two teams. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford game of the week. Second down and 10 for the Mules. Zorski looking over the middle again, incomplete. Didn't have anybody out there. A lot of white shirts in the middle of that in the middle of that defense for the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, they're, they're playing coverage. They're dropping everybody back, which is which is what we need to do. There's, there's no question. But, again, keep him in the box. they got to contain him. Keep containing the quarterback. Seals Grove trying to pitch out a shut here, which shutout, which would be their second of the season after beating Shemokin 33-0. They're looking to add to their points given up right now is at 8.7 they get a shutout here that'll improve that they also have two interceptions to bump up the five on the year they've had a couple sacks tackle for loss so this defense continues to add to their statistics here on the season 
third down and ten for the Mules. Quick throw once again. Ball's hit up in the air and almost intercepted by Spencer George as he's just scrambling after the ball. He wanted that one desperately. He does knock it up in the air and try to adjust to make the interception. Unable to. And it's going to be a fourth down and ten for the Mules. This could be it for the Mules. There's a man down on the field on the far side. Remind you, we'll be back home next week as the Seals Grove Seals will host the Shikalimi Braves, a rally in the valley game between the Braves and the Seals. As Shikalimi had take on Jersey Shore tonight. Big matchup, tough matchup, big challenge for the Shikalimi Braves. Trying to update his score for you on that one. And Jersey Shore leading 49 to 21 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But again, Seals Grove will host Shikalemi next week. We'll start at 6 o'clock with our Seals game day. 6.30, we'll hear from Coach Derek Hicks as he sits down with Zach Showers. And at 7 o'clock, we have the kickoff all on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. And as soon as the kickoff starts, we'll have it on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Again, Seals Grove trying to pitch their second shutout of the season as the mule for the Muhlenberg Mules pops up and he makes his way to the sideline after getting some attention from the training staff. Fourth down and 10, and we got it. We got the kicker coming out. We watched them. Impressive. He was booming them from 47 yards. Going to get an opportunity here. Naltic. 39. They're going to spot it down, yep, at the, yep, 29. I'll make it a 39-yard field goal as the Mules try to get on the board. Where's Brandon Heil? Brandon Heil's on the right side. He'll try to streak through and get to this one, trying to hold on to their shutout. Snap's good. The hold's good. The kick is up, and the kick is straight, and it's good. As the Mueller Mules celebrate their 39-yard field goal, and they get the long kick and avoid a shutout to the Seals Grove Seals with 2.17 to go here in the ballgame. The Mules get on the board. I said he was a guy we were watching during warm ups and he was kicking them from 47 yards. And, you know, I like the, uh, the celebration by the Mules. It tells me that everybody was cheering for this young man to kick that one through. And, and you know, right now when you're trying to trying to win little things here and trying to build on this program that's been uh, you know on the downside of 22 straight games they've lost you you take little battles and I've, I've been impressed just with their as, with their ability to stay with it and get after it as as I as as did I uh, Pat I did not I was not real impressed with them seeing them on film the last couple weeks more impressed in person and how they played Seals Grove tonight and frankly doing some really good things against this defense against Seals Grove's defense that no one's done all year and and um, yeah, give them credit see if they're going to try an onside kick here with 2.17 to go see if that's what they do here and it will but there's going to be a whistle blown prior to the kick, and it will be offsides, and that will be against the Mules. Often you see that on one-side kicks as the the kickoff team runs down. They cross the 40 before the kick is made, and it will be offsides. So we will re-kick it here. 
The field goal comes with 2.17 to go in the game. A 39-yard field goal for the Mules. It was a 12-play, 56-yard drive. Took five minutes. Field goal good. Seals Grove Caesar lead cut to 20-3. to That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. So we'll try this again. They're not supposed to get a running start, so I think they're they're lined up wrong again. See if it's caught here once again. They're come up, and the kick is away, and it's going to be fielded by who else? The main receiver on the night, and that's freshman Gavin Bastion. As he scooped that up, fell to the turf at the 45, and Seals Grove will take over. First down and 10 from the Muhlenberg 45-yard line with 2.16 to go in the ballgame. Again, if you're joining us on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, we appreciate it. Broadcasting my 154th straight Seals Grove game and taking a two-hour trip down here. It's a labor of love. Enjoy getting down here and covering the Seals. They're going to come away with another victory to make it three in a row to improve the three and two. After back-to-back losses to open up the season, the Seals Grove Seals have won three in a row. This is going to go to Tucker Teets off the left, and he's going to be driven into the turf as he was able to get it to the 43-yard line. And on top of that, the win will give Derek Hicks his 50th win as the Seals Grove Seals head man. So congratulations to him, his staff. For people who don't know, the time and effort to go in on a high school level, and these guys are living full lives. You know, they they you, know, you got teachers, you got other people doing other things, and then they take on the coaching and, and put the time and effort they do. When you're able to cash it in and put three wins in a row, boy, it makes things feel a little bit nicer when you wake up the next morning. And, Pat, they earned this one. And it's going to go to Tucker Teets off the right side. And he's going to be knocked down at the 46-yard line. It's a loss on the play. Good play, good run pursuit as Tucker Teets gets up just limping just a bit back to the huddle. I kind of intimated here to to Zach without saying it on the air, but, boy, I'd take those those guys right off the field here. (laughs) Yes, Tucker Teets, like you said, he got up limping just a bit. We know that. Pastore took a big hit on the long throw to Nate Ahmed. So these guys are going to be uh, asking for a bunch of help from JT, their trainer, during the week as they get ready for a big home game against the Cross River rival, the Shikalemi Braves. Waiting for the official to put his hand up. His hand is up. Let's him know it's under five seconds. Pastore under center. Going to take the snap here in a second. And he does. He's going to give it to the fullback this time. And it's Ethan Miller. As he, or Yep, Ethan Miller. He got a couple runs last week. He was able to pull a couple guys, got up, did the Ezekiel Elliott uh, feed it. me more more times, but I don't think he's going to get another opportunity here with that play. we got 15 seconds to go, and that should be the final play of the night as the teams will line up at midfield and do the traditional handshake. And good game both ways. These guys battle through this entire ball game. Stephen Miller will lead the way, shaking the hands of the Muhlenberg Mules from District 3. They put up a battle here against the Seals Grove yeah, Seals, but the Seals get the best of it as they'll win this one 20-3 to improve to 3-2. and two. Do the Seals Grove Seals set up a matchup with the Chickalemi Braves at home next week. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have the Eagle 107 postgame show for you. 
The Seals Grove Seals win this one 20-3. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Blaze Alexander Nissan has the new Nissan you want, in stock or on the way. Looking for the newly redesigned 22 Pathfinder? We have four in stock and many more on the way. Reserve yours today. Need a truck? Reserve the all-new 22 Nissan Frontier coming soon. Looking for used? We have the largest pre-owned Nissan inventory ever. And they're priced to sell. The time is now to save. Check us out online at alexandernissan.com or stop and shop Alexander Nissan. We're taking deals the other guys won't. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service humbles work your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road in Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummels Wharf. State and service fees apply. It's Mark and Troy from Zimmerman Motors. It's football season and like a good offense, we've been adjusting to everything the market can throw up and to be there for our customers. Our team has worked hard to have a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, new trucks and Jeeps, a full line of certified vehicles, and quality pre-owned options for every budget. Plus the highest trade values we've ever seen. Come and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 570-988-JEEP, shop online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today. There is so much family fun at Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, like the 50 huge outdoor games right here on the lawn. Yes, I know. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm has hundreds of pumpkins in the pumpkin patch, too. Oh, there you are at the corn cannon. Oh, I bet the pumpkin chunk and giant slingshot's next. You're doing this just right. Oh, stop running. You're going to get... No! Bang, everybody! Lost in the maze. I'm just going on a hayride alone. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton, and Cole'sStonyHill.com. Corn maze will be open September 17th through November 7th. Eagle107.com. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Welcome back to Muhlenberg High School, Muhlenberg Stadium, as the Seals Grove Seals improved to 3-2 with the win over the Mules. The Seals Grove Seals led 7-0 at half. They're able to put back-to-back touchdowns in the third period and get on to the victory, 20-3. This is how it happened. Tucker Teets got his fifth rushing touchdown of the season on a 51-yard touchdown run. That came with 2.33 to go. In the first quarter, as a five-play, 97-yard drive, took one minute and 58 seconds. Like I said, that would be the score at halftime. Seals Grove would go in at half, leading 7-0 over the Mules. But Seals Grove would see Gavin Bastian get his second touchdown reception of the year. That was with 8.17 to go in the third period, completing a five-play drive, covering 30 yards, took three minutes and 21 seconds. The extra point, no good. And it was a 13-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals would get a third touchdown reception from freshman receiver Gavin Bastion. 68-yard reception. That came with 5.49 to go in the third period. The extra point good. And Seals Grove led 20-0 with 5.49 to go in the third. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. Seals Grove pitching a shutout, leading 20-0. And then... 
the Muhlenberg Mules would finally get on the board on a 39-yard field goal that was with 2 minutes, 17 seconds to go in the game, completing a 12-play drive, 56-yard 56 56-yard drive, took 5 minutes, and they finaled it. They finalized that drive with a 39-yard field goal to cut the lead to 23. But that would be the end of the scoring as the Seals Grove Seals would beat the Muhlenberg Mules 20 to 3 to improve to 3 and 2. Next week they have the Shikalemi Braves while the Mules fall to 0 and 5. Well, Steve, this is where we turn. We talk about candidates and then of the Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and then we announce what we think in the game was a turning point that pretty much put this game out of reach and kind of sealed the deal for the Seals, the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and your thoughts as you think it through. Absolutely. The the pass that uh, went from Pastore to Bastion where he literally took it off the shoulder of the defender, we think. We'll see that <laughs> yeah, we'll when, see. when we see the video, but um, great concentration by, uh, by, by Bastion, by both. Certainly a great throw and catch, but that that's the one that put the put the game out of reach and and more importantly, the confidence that these young guys are getting, sophomore to freshman, and how many times did that happen tonight? Yep, two times. Um, yep, big, terrific big job. But you know what, Pat? You know I'm just sitting here. What, what we talk about after the game when you don't play well, particularly well, as in a football game, and still come out and win, it's a great sign. It's a great sign because a lot of things you're going to work on, and those coaches are going to work on it with them, but they listened at halftime. They came out with a whole different type of energy and, and put a team, you know, hats off to Muhlenberg. That, I, I watched film, as you did, and say, oh, boy, this one's going to be, might be um, uh, an easy go for the Seals, which it absolutely was not. And they're a class act. Yep. They, they they hustled. They did everything. You don't see junk. Yep. Hats off to them. My goodness. You know, team well, that hasn't won in 21 games, yep. 22 now. Yep. Hats and, off to them. And as soon as we walked in here and we were met with the hospitality that you like to see, we we're given a booth here, beautiful setup here that we we're able to be in. So that in itself, the the setup was great. We couldn't ask for anything more. And, and you saw it multiple times tonight where guys were helping each other up. The Muhlenberg was helping a seal up who was slow to get up, checking on him, patting him on the top of the head. After the big hit by Teague Hoover on the receiver going over the middle, he got up, congratulated Hoover on yep. a good, aggressive, clean play. So all through the night we noticed that. And, uh, you know, we say a lot about a team that's struggling to put wins on the board. but And now they're out cleaning up the field, picking up the down markers. And doing, I mean, I, I'm really impressed by what I see. Now they got to get the tarp. And these are guys that just got done playing, you know, that are helping clean up. So uh, a lot to be said about that. These young men, I'm very impressed with Muhlenberg. So, a- uh, you know, we're, we're your biggest fan. We're, we're hoping you put one in the books and get that win and, and get a, a run of win. So, again, but the Seals, they win tonight 23 over the Muhlenberg Mules. And like you said, that, that long touchdown catch by Gavin uh, taking it off what we believe was a defender's shoulder for the touchdown. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 743-4333 for 
the appointment at Smokingham Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Hey, worth mentioning too, as we're talking about things going on tomorrow. I uh, got a message from Jody Hoover, and what a day it is! You got the street fair, SU rugby is playing, SU football as we talked about, SU field hockey. That's all tomorrow. What a big day it is over at SU tomorrow, along with the street fair. And as Jody said, his his son Jake plays on the rugby team, and uh, oh. I, I don't do rugby. I, I don't know if I even want to be near rugby because <laughs> I hurt and I'm in, I'm in traction after I watch, but his son plays, and they got Bucknell tomorrow. It's a big rivalry game for SU, rugby against Bucknell. So, man, so much going on. Whatever your liking is, you can head over to Susquehanna, and again, whether it's rugby, field hockey, the football game, and then go down to Street Fair and support the Seals Grove Lady Seals as they're trying to uh, uh, sell merchandise and all kinds of things going on. So, thank you, Jody, for checking in and giving us that rundown. A lot of great stuff being going on tomorrow on a beautiful day in Sealands Grove. We're going to take a break, come back. Just been handed the stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. And then we're going to wrap things up here from Muhlenberg. Again, Sealands Grove wins. They improved the 3-2 and two with the 20-3 to three win over the Mules. Let's step aside. We'll return with the Eagle 107 postgame show. This is Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. School can be complicated, but banking doesn't have to be. Whether it's saving money for a car, depositing cash from your summer job, or trying to figure out what building credit means, you never have to worry. Because for all of your money questions, you've got Nori Bank. Find us at noribank.com and stop by any of our branches to get started. The Northumberland National Bank. Member FDIC. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car, it's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! Eagle 107. Back here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Welcome back to the Eagle 107 postgame show. Pat O'Brien, Steve Briggs, Zach Showers, Rick Erdman running things back at the studio again. Seals Grove wins this one 20-3 over the Muhlenberg Mules. Last rundown of some scores we have for you. Lewisburg all over Midwest, 62-6. Danville up in Central Columbia in an easy game there 47 to 6 southern columbia beats mount carmel 40 to 14 and Shemokin beats or is beating mifflinburg late in that game 34 to 27 montoursville leading loyal sock 26 21 berwick up on williamsport 21 to 14 and our four tough game of the week we're keeping an eye on as the, we were talking about the Mifflinburg game. That was the 34-27 lead for the Schmokin Indians over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. And again, Central Mountain leading Milton 29-20. All future opponents of the Seals Grove Seals when you talk about uh, Central Mountain, also Central Columbia. Again, the Seals Grove Seals win tonight 20-6. to Taking a look at the stats as handed to me by our stat man, Zach Showers. Seals Grove wins 20-3. Seals Grove with seven first downs, 72 yards rushing, 
162 yards passing for a total of 244 yards on the day for the Seals Grove offense. For the Mules, 16 first downs, 37 yards rushing, 142 through the air for a total of 179 total yards for the Mules. Penalties still an issue for the Seals. They come at bad times and take away good opportunities. They end up with six penalties for 66 yards, while the Mules three penalties for 15 yards. Both both teams had to turn over bugs. Seals Grove had an interception and a fumble, while the Mules had two interceptions and two fumbles. Seals Grove, two interceptions by Teague Hoover to senior safety for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, Coach Hicks gets his 50th career win as the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals. Look at individual numbers for Muhlenberg as Zorowski, 21 for 30, 142 yards and two interceptions. His main target, Cavanaugh, Cavana, excuse me, seven catches for 66 yards, and Zur, six catches for 47 yards for the Mules. In the rushing department, Seals Grove again. Uh, Seal Curtain, as we call it up front as they hold their feature back to just 23 yards on 15 carries for the Seals defense. Look at the Seals Grove Seals. First in the passing department, Pastor, four for eight, 162 yards, two touchdowns, and did throw an interception. But his main target tonight, Gavin Bastion, three catches, 132 yards in, two touchdowns. Almond had one catch for 30 yards. The rushing department, Tucker Teets had a touchdown on 60 yards, on the night on six carries, while Brandon Heil just 31 yards on six carries for the Seals Grove Seals. So final thoughts to here tonight. We knew a lot coming into it from the mental side of it, two-hour trip. The, the kids have an idea of who they're taking on anytime you see 0-4 and, and all that. But like you said, and I know it's the emphasis and it's the coach way of doing it, you can't you can't look at it on film and you can't take any team lightly. And the Seals woke up in the second half, were able to get the win here tonight and feel good about getting back, get ready to take on Shickle and me next week. Absolutely. And I think it's a it's a lesson learned, right? Um, guys grew up, but you know this week is going to be a tough one for these guys. Uh, and Seals, brace yourself because these coaches are going to put you through the ringer. Because you've got to get, you've got to be ready to play in this game. I don't think they were necessarily not ready, but they didn't execute, and that's what was needed. Um, even with scoring first, okay, the penalties are seem to be an issue. Um, some of them are aggressive penalties. Uh, the fumble was an aggressive thing, and go on and on and on and on. Big thing is, didn't necessarily play well, but came out with a win, and Absolutely. that's the ultimate. And they when they do to improve the three and two, and they'll take on the Shikolimi Braves next week. Shikolimi put up twenty on Jersey Shore. Not exactly sure how that game broke down, but it was around 49, 47 to twenty. So they'll look at that and see, you know, Shikolimi as Seals Grove getting better. They got the win last week, trying to build on some momentum. So plus it's the rival, Cross mm-hmm. River rival. So there's a lot going on there. So they'll take this one, twenty to three win over the Muhlenberg Mules, and. Next week, as I said, the Seals will take on the Shikolimi Braves. They'll be at home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me and Steve Briggs starting at 6. Derek Hicks pregame show as Zach sits down with the head coach at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, here live play-by-play action of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's Eagles football on Eagle 107. Well, that wraps up Seals 
post-game show here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Rick Erdman, our producer, and Steve Briggs, I'm Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. From now until the end of October, Blaze Alexander Ford is offering our winter prep special, which includes a synthetic blend oil change, tire rotation, front wiper blade replacement for $59.95, along with a free multi-point inspection. Also, for those technicians out there of all levels, Blaze Alexander Ford is looking to add to our technician team. We offer tremendous opportunity for personal and career growth, supported by extensive factory training opportunities. We have a highly competitive pay with bonus potential, 401k with match, plus a great benefits package. Call or stop by for an on-the-spot interview. Just ask for Josh. Again, all this is happening at Blaze Alexander Ford on Route 45 in Lewisburg. This is Dr. Dunnigan from Shemokin Dam Health Center. If you suffer from muscle strain, chronic pain, or any other type of injury, we can help. We provide rehabilitation, interventional pain management, massage therapy, and chiropractic in our opioid-free multi-specialty center. We welcome new patients as we are dedicated to helping you become free of the limitations of pain, restoring pain-free function to your life. Call for your appointment, 570-743-4333. That's 570-743-4333. Eagle 107. Thanks for listening to Sealands Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals Football is a production of Eagle 107.